お久しぶりあの時は新しい世界がある Report to answer 全部ができるよアニメがいいから今日はもう楽しそう Tell me a story 今日はもう楽しそう今日はもう楽しそうあ、I didn't know about that one 今日はもう楽しそうわぁ、It's so cool Hello, everyone, and welcome to another exciting episode of Talk to Keiki.、Uh, we're playing in the background on my phone as I try to share it. Gohan came back to life for one episode. Made of the Best is still the best piece of media. We got stuff to talk about. I'm Matt, your host, as always, and to join me. The man who is also tired, the man who is also working late like I was this whole week. That's why we're delayed.、Mm-hmm. Mostly me. Ethan, what's up? What's up, man? Yeah, I'm tired as shit. I've had a pretty shitty day, some personal shit. But you know, I'm here, bro, at the end of the day. We do we what we gotta do for the sake of anime. For、and、the people. We do it for the people. Exactly. Ah.、Uh, Yeah, we, we, yeah, we have a couple of weeks to talk about, but we are going to do our best to condense them. Indeed, we shall. Mostly main key points that happen. That's what we're going to focus on mostly. <laughs>、mm-hmm. But before we get to one of our big reviews already, can I not get a couple、there? of news? What? Can I do the everyone tag? There we go. There's the everyone tag. There's everyone. Everyone tag. Let's go, bitch. All、yeah. right, go ahead with the news, buddy. Like I said, a couple.、Uh, one Punch Man is getting the first season. I don't know who's animating it, but we still got it. <laughs> Bro, I'm happy as shit.、Uh, like I said, season two was shit. <laughs> it wasn't shit. It just wasn't it, great. The quality it, definitely declined. It, no, no doubt. No doubt. I gave season one a four out of five. I would give it a four and a half out of five. It wasn't a five, but it wasn't you know, quite a four. It was more than that.、So. Yeah, season, two, <laughs> season two, I gave a three and a yeah, quarter, three. essentially. Yeah, it was about three, three and a half for me. Yeah, like, like, it was there, but again, the animation really dragged it down. It was, you know, it was less funny and they tried to give more story. But yeah, I, I like Garo though. Yeah, of course. Everyone did.、Yeah. He was the best part、oh, of、yeah. the series. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to him later. But,、uh, <laughs> but yeah, there's a couple. All right, we got a couple adaptations The Witch and the Beast. Not Beauty and the Beast, The Witch and the Beast.、So. Oh, shit.、Uh, so、uh, look at the poster now. It looks very interesting. It could be like a different thing. It could be the beast. I don't know, but I'm definitely looking forward to it. Is it like Bell? What? Is it like Bell? No, no, it's no, it's no virtual world or anything like that.、Uh, what do you think?、Uh, I know because I mentioned Bell. What do you think, real quickly? What do you think about all these、uh, shows that like adapt like Disney and other like popular 
movies of the past. Well, I enjoy it because, again, even those, they don't adapt to the original story of the books. Like, they do, because, again, they got to make them kid-friendly. Of course, of course. So we're getting that. So I like that there's different takes on it. If you can make it interesting, I am all for it. And it was. Bell was interesting. Um, yeah. What was that other one we watched that was similar? Um, Netflix one. Bubble. Bubble. Interesting. It's good shit. Yeah, if, you keep, right, anyway. if you keep the concept and make it your own thing, it works. It I definitely it. works. I dig it. All right, keep on going. Sorry. All right, no problem. Uh, what you call it? Uh, Surune gets a second season. Uh, the first shot, or this one's called the connected shot. It'll be winter 2023. Oh, we got another long title for this light novel. <laughs> I got a cheat skill in another world and became unrivaled in the real world too. I watched it. I know I'm, I'm gonna watch it. It's just there's a few that drop and I was just like meh meh. But then like and then and then, real, and then we and then we get character like, pictures and shit like that. It's like okay, <laughs> okay. But I, you know, I just as soon as I hear the title, like you get an idea. Like obviously, I'm gonna read what the fuck it like means. But right, right, right. Me. Let's see. Paprika novel gets a Western live action series. That'll suck because all live action suck. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Romantic Killer gets an anime adaptation. That's uh, pa- yeah. Uh, Parasite is going to get a Korean drama on Netflix. What? So the yeah the movie the anime uh, Parasite. Oh shit. Yeah, it's gonna it's getting a Korean drama on Netflix. Oh, so that's gonna that'll be solid. That'll be the next pandemic thing of twenty twenty. Yeah, yeah, no, no. I, I love box, my, I love box I, takes over. I, I love my Korean drama, so we're good. I still have yet to finish watching fucking um uh not Squid Game, the other one. Uh Alice in Borderland. Alice in Borderland. I've yet to finish that, it. That was fun. I started it with an ex girlfriend and we liked it, and then we argued and she finished it without me, and then I just haven't gotten to it. <laughs> that's the ultimate petty thing. I had finished without you. Like, all right, bitch, damn. Uh, we got uh, what you call? It? We got a trailer for the Megumi spinoff. I can't Megumin. wait. Megumi, Megumi. What the what the fuck is a Megumi? Megumi. I, I Megumi. Megumi. How, How dare you insult our fourteen year old protagonist? Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The exploding lolly. I know. Yes, the exploding lolly. Darkness is still my favorite. <laughs> and we got we are gonna end with the fortune news of voice actor Motomu Kiyokawa. Passed away at the age of 87. He was mostly known for Evangelion. Mm. He voiced uh, Kozu Fujusuki, mm-hmm. the general that was with uh, Shinji's dad. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, um, pneumonia. Damn, that's on. Uh, yeah, man, it's crazy. But um, killer, yeah, bro. Condolences to his friends, family, loved ones. Indeed, as always. By the way, you missed one. I guess this will be a good uh, interlude. Are we, so we're going to sure. do the review? Yes. All right. So you missed one piece of interview, uh, one piece of, of news. The uh, the movie that we're going to go ahead and uh, review right now, Dragon Ball, is currently, according to Crunchyroll, uh, becomes the fifth highest grossing anime film at U.S. box office with over $30 million growth. Right. That is right. Way that to go. Because right. nostalgia. America loves Dragon Ball. America loves Dragon Ball. So, without further ado, let's get into it, Matt. Yeah. Uh, again, yeah. I'm glad Gohan came back. Yeah, Gohan. They wish him back. They wish him back from the Dragon Balls. And here we are. 
<laughs> they wish him back for one day. One and night. This only. is what happens. One night only, bro. And it, you know, what yeah, sucks? It's not canon. No, that's what sucks, bro. Like that's what that's what downgraded. It's like, come on. I really hope that they integrated at some point. They dude. Ca- they they can. They still they can, can for sure. Now it's just it's just will they? That would be like the ultimate like thing. Like when everyone the Dragon Ball is finally over, right? Everything is completely all said and done. I they think could, they said they they could have Gohan's like, form Goku dies by, and by, Gohan by Frieza black. <laughs> yeah, right. It's I still say it's racial fucking appropriation, bro. Cultural appropriation. From Cultural Freezer, appropriation, yep. dude. What the fuck? Like, oh, hello, monkeys. What's up, dog? What the fuck? Hello, no. you filthy monkeys. Oh, ho, 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 ho. Yeah, no, you can't be calling. You can't be saying some racist shit and then dress up. Like, no. bro, like, I was telling my boy at the movie theater. He's talking about, yo, Black Frieza. I was like, bro, it's cultural appropriation with the fucking, with, like, the racist guy saying, what's up, dog? Bro, that's like, see, that's like the KKK wearing freaking, <laughs> uh, wearing a snapback and some Tims, bro. No, you don't get to do that. Well, he can. <laughs> you don't get to do that, bro. You don't. You don't see the KKK taking pictures with mariachi. That doesn't work out. No, no. That's the equivalent of what that is. Stop. Oh god. Uh, but Stop. yeah. That. But yeah. The main focus of this one was Piccolo. I know the real I, real I, daddy. I I enjoyed that. Real daddy. Yes, and Pan's adorable. Was adorable. Pan is the this. best part of the movie. Yes. Uh, yeah, she's a natural. Like she did this quicker than Gohan when he trained. She's fucking great, and she's exactly. only three. I'm like, what? Yeah, I was like, fuck. Well, Gohan was four, baby five, right? No, he got his ass kicked. He was four, yeah, and he kept kept constantly getting his ass kicked. But you know yeah, why? Was... Yeah, Pandas couldn't fly yet because he was freaking. Uh, what's it called? He was raised by uh, weak ass. Uh, what's it called? Chichi. Yeah, but but uh, Chichi trained Goten vibe. <laughs> For real, right? Goten is fucking... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ma- ma- even made him super sad. <laughs> Just can't fucking touch fingers correctly. But we'll get to that later. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that in a bit. Uh, but yeah, also the villain is Red Ribbon. Again, <laughs> okay, because we can't get rid of them. I don't mind that aspect. It's just, you know, the story... No. From what... It was just so corny. Like the, It's just the, what can... There's so corny. much you can do with them, like... Why? I don't mind. I don't mind the red ribbon army, but this like new incarnation with like the fucking grandson being an evil piece of shit but loving superheroes. That was so corny to me. And you know what didn't help? And I said this before, and people like in our group talk shit. I watched it in dub because I didn't realize it. And you know it's fine because I that's one of the only things I grew up on that was dubbed Sailor Moon and Dragon Ball Z. So I didn't mind watching this dub because everyone who knows me knows I loathe dub. But you know. If I had seen this story in Japanese, I'm pretty certain I would hate it a little bit less than watching it in English. Because watching it in dub, like it, I was like, this is so fucking corny. Yeah, they make, that's, 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 that's the thing with Dragon Ball. The dub makes it a little bit more cartoonish. It's so I was like, this is this shit sucks. Like the as, right. at the beginning, I was like, man, this is fucking awful. Like Marte was right. This is for the fucking birds. And then you know everything started warming up. And I, I didn't mind it as much, you know. There were still it's things. Still, we're it's it's life, still but. not. It's still not the worst one. Like he he claimed it was. No, it's not the worst thing. So. Like no, it's still by our brother. I was still fun. entertained, you know, for the most part. I was entertained. No, it, it was fun. We we got what we got. What we liked. We got what we wanted. I we wish got... I hadn't heard anybody's opinion and then watched it because I had 
people's opinion like in my head as I'm watching. I'm like, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. No, maybe not, but yeah, that's no, right. I I, I, I just ignored Marte. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I, watched it. I, I, I watched it Friday. I was like, you know what? Oh, yeah. Well, it. yeah, you watched it early. I had to watch it on Tuesday. So by then, everybody had seen it, and I had heard everybody's opinion. Yeah, it, it, it was wasn't... Tough. Again, it definitely wasn't bad. And again, I like Pickler. I like that he was actually used. The mm -hmm. form's a little mm -hmm. ugly, but it worked. Mm -hmm. Also, what kind of bullshit with the dragon? This all of a sudden he has three wishes. That's that what the deal was. Yeah, you can have multi rest if you do two wishes, but not three wishes. Well, now he's got three. I know what the fuck. And you strong. could do the cot and yeah, you could work. do the guru things. And you know but that's that fine because he did the little fucking holy water and shit, and that's cool. But you know. Fucking since when did uh uh what's it called uh god damn it now I'm forgetting the fucking uh Dende no the dragon I'm forgetting his name Shenron Shenron there we go yeah when the fuck can he do that <laughs> he's fucking doing like can you make my butt a little bigger it can be done can you make my cock a little bit bigger it cannot be done <laughs> but you made her tits bigger what the fuck is this <laughs> oh we got some comments here yeah we do. Damn, Dragon Ball Super opinions were strong, right? And were. the dragon had three wishes. His Dende was there. I could have sworn that was two. Paranga was three with the Namekian dragon. Two. I thought it was two as well. And then he'd be like, "Oh, I'll just raise it up." And remember, uh, Piccolo is like, "I couldn't do that when I was Kami." Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, what the yeah. shit with that? I man, come on, man. I didn't <laughs> mind it. I wasn't. I wasn't appalled. By I know, it. but why? Could, like the hell? Anything else? I don't know. Do Gohan's again? He could have done that, but no, we gotta do cosmetics. No, he got all the like, power. Yeah, but you know, and they, they I guess that made sense though with the loophole. They're like, oh, we could have wished him back. Fuck, why didn't we wish them back? Or That's why it. didn't fucking uh Krillin grab past say, hey, you should fly? Well, why did he just grab her? <laughs> you gotta do the you gotta do the the minority thing, bro. Like when you teach people to swim, you just grab them, you chuck them in the fucking ocean. Swim. <laughs> you know, you gotta do that with Pan. Fucking throw off a cliff, fly. No, the, the, the bill is blowing up behind you. This this fly. You can catch me. Nah. nah. <laughs> but you have room. I know. I got Bulba. I got my wife. You can, I can't fit. You like, I, could, I, could, I could get on top of that. Like, no, no, no. You got to nah. fly. <laughs> you got to fly right now. Where's Gotenk? She's dead. <laughs> <laughs> He's dead somewhere. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, and fucking uh, Gamma 2 was fucking Sonic the Hedgehog with his personality. Yep, he was. But you know, at first I didn't like him, and then I grew to like. All right, this isn't so bad. Yeah, they were they they would have been fine additions if it was canon. But aren't they canon? I was telling my boy that are they not canon? I thought Gamma was canon. No, it's they were for the movie. So, so Gamma's not canon because I no. swore I saw a thing with something that looked like Gam like Gamma. I think the Galactica Patrol. You mean maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I saw, I saw someone that looked like Gamma, had a gun and all that, had like the little. Yeah, like, I think, yeah, yeah, thanks like to Galactic Patrol. From, from, yeah, from the phones, yeah, yeah, it's not them though. Oh man, uh, oh. I know it, it's it's upsetting. Uh, uh, Beerus has a type. He fucking simp's. <laughs> he does for the little tiny lolly girl. Yeah, the little you know that Broly fucking Rector already. <laughs> oh my god, bro. Oh my god! It's like uh, it's like he's like trying to impress her. He's like being all nice, even though it's, it's like the it's like the demon god in fucking uh, in uh, reincarnation. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. Oh boy, yeah. Then we had that again. I'm glad there was less focus on Goku and Vegeta this 20 minutes. But I enjoyed them there. I definitely yeah. well, they were there. I enjoyed. I enjoyed all those cameos. Weiss is one of my fa still one of my favorite DBS. Oh characters. yeah, no, no, no. I, we, I Weiss, Weiss and Bears are still the 
best additions to Dragon Ball. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. I love I but yeah, their entire cameo was definitely worth it. Um I, you know, in some sense, I wish I would have gotten a little bit more, but that's that's fine. You know, especially with the after credit when you see them, they're oh, still yeah, we'll, fighting. We'll, we'll get them, yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, well, we know. Were they in their in their max force, or is it just base only? You don't know. What yeah, it was base only. Yeah, it was base only. But I said they could have transformed in between. Well, but no, but Weiss is like, oh, let's go ahead and have a fight, and let's not, not do any sort of uh, planet destroying action. Uh, and they still destroyed everything around them, but you know. Yeah, oh, but yeah, no, it was, it was a cool fight for what we saw. I just wonder how long that thing fucking lasted. Oh, hours, hours. I, I, I mean, I, it lasted a whole day. That whole saga was a was a literal day. So, yeah, pretty much. You know, so that they were fighting for at least several hours. But yeah, and let's we go to um, that fucking Jero's grandson. He's the diabetic with the cookies. <laughs> I, mean, he's just, uh, I, I was like, like, dude, that, that's too many. I can't eat that many. Fuck. I didn't. I didn't like that, bro. I didn't like. I have Oreos once a week, and I have five Oreos per serving. Yeah, exactly. And he just eats a plate after plate after plate after plate. Well, I mean, that's why he looks like the round the round. I was like, I was like, you, you know what? Protein or anything? <laughs> you get calcium at least. You drink milk. Yeah, he, he, he got the calcium. <laughs> sure. Ah. Oh. Also, like that the guy shot him. Like I know it would have worked, but I appreciate that he double tapped. Oh, I appreciate that he tried. Yeah, right. <laughs> this just was not going to work. I just, I just didn't like. I, yeah, I didn't mind. I didn't mind the uh, the CEO, the crooked CEO. I didn't no, mind he's like man in Dragon Ball Super. <laughs> good shit, pal. Red Ribbon. Yep, good shit. Red Ribbon. Yep, fuck. Red off. Ribbon, pal. Yeah. And then uh, Krillin's like, I mean, Krillin's like gonna fuck her. Fuck her. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Vegeta's gonna fuck her for definitely big time with that victory. <laughs> I laughed a little bit when they had they showed the shot of her like bending over trying to find the, the communicator to speak to Beast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And no, I was like, where's Vegeta when you need him? Yeah, well, wait till he comes back. You know who he I be- missed? You know who I missed what? that they didn't show? Who? I wanted a Yamcha sighting. Oh. <laughs> It should have given me a Yamcha sighting. Oh, that would have no. made it better. No, 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 no Yamcha, no Tenshin Han, no Chatsu. No, or like, Roshi they don't exist anymore. They don't fucking exist anymore. Well, Roshi still does, but none of those other guys fucking exist anymore. Yamcha, oh, yeah, 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 Tien did for the tournament power, and that was it. Yeah, he yeah. didn't need him. I, I mean, there's no, there's no Mister Satan because we all know he would have won. It was a warm body. Again. Yeah, it was just a warm body, but shit, you know. I tell you, Mister Satan could have killed him. He could have got there. Blew up. It's like, oh yeah, I beat him. Me star Satan. Tell you, the great the greatest warrior ever. <laughs> okay. Beat Cell, beat Boo twice, beat Beerus. <laughs> Telling you. Shaking my fucking. No, no, no. It's facts. <laughs> These nuts. Is if back. he if he didn't throw 16's head to Gohan, he would have turned Super Saiyan 2 and everyone would have been dead. <laughs> you know that's also gotta happen in the climax. Like he's gotta learn to fly. Oh, who's gotta learn to fly? Huh? Who's got to learn how to fly? Mr. Satan. He, he should. That, I'm surprised no one taught him how to fly. He should know how to fly. Like Vidal, though, she teaches she, she, she learned. Yeah, she's not, she's I know. Just, that's what I said. She should have showed him. Unless he was in your transmission. It's not telling anyone. Shame. Shame. Shame, yeah. We don't, we don't know what his true power is anymore. Uh, but mm. yeah, Cell Max was... That was corny, too. 
Some actors. I, I, I like that they made use of his like the the fucking dots on his I didn't body. Mind. You know, when I first saw Cell Max like in the prototype phase, I, I was kind of I was low key excited, and then they turned him into fucking Godzilla, and I was like, this is corny. Yeah, he was just a mindless drone, basically. One of the best things about Cell was his intelligence. Yeah, that was literally one of his best. Even, cunning, yeah, his even when he was a semi perfect, he still had that. Yeah, he had cunning. He had he had he had conversational intelligence he could think and discern and the fucking mindless self oh beam oh yeah. punch oh i get bigger oh. yeah, and all of a sudden his weakness is his head i, I didn't mind that i was like eh. uh fucking go tags <laughs> i was low-key expecting him to absorb one of the gammas i thought that's what was gonna happen like the gammas were gonna die and they're gonna he was gonna yeah. absorb them but no none nope. of that happened nope 18 got ptsd from the fact Basically, her yeah, I was like, oh, no, no, she wanted nothing to do with it, but it's like, ah, fuck it. I love 18, she's so fun. Yeah, she, she, totally, she totally picks Krillin. Oh, yeah, no, zero doubt. No, zero they, 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 they take turns, they take turns. You know, he's got to wear like the extendo cock for. Oh, no, he's a grower. I never <laughs> understood that. I had a friend of mine that she used an extendo cock with her boyfriend, and I'm like, what's the point of a guy wearing an extendo cock? They're like, oh, it's to, like, feel good. Like, you feel nothing, like, the man doesn't feel anything, you feel zero. Huh. Like you got, I mean, I've never tried it, but you got to. I like haven't it. either. So it's a plastic thing. You're doing all the work and you're getting no feeling. That so, sounds like a horrible fucking end of the deal. So, so it's a strap on. And yeah, basically, it's like a, it's like a, a, a fucking shell, and you strap it to your cock, and it acts okay. as like an extension of your cock, and you fuck her with it. But, but is there a hole to ejaculate, or just no? I don't know. I just, it just huh. to me, it just seems like you're sticking something else that's plastic inside of her, and you're getting nothing from that, and you're doing all the work because you're pumping. That just seems like shit. That seems like such a shit end of the fucking stick. No, like, like there has to be something in there to make you feel something. Like there has to be. Otherwise, what's the point? To make her feel good. Yeah, but shouldn't you both feel good? That's that should be what should happen. Yeah, right? that's what should happen. Yes. <laughs> Like, that doesn't make any sense. Imagine, like, you fuck her with the extendo cock. She loves it, and she comes, and then fucking afterwards, you fuck her with your real dick, and she's like, oh, God, this is fuck. Are you done yet? <laughs> I was so what the fuck? People are listening to this podcast, and we're like, what the fuck were we listening to? I this thought way, we where's the Dragon Ball? Dragon Ball is the extendo cocks. <laughs> Dragon Ball super cock. <laughs> oh, I'm dead. All right. Anyway, let's move yeah. back on. Let's but let, on. let's get to the let's get to the big the big me the matter Piccolo's form and Gohan's form. <laughs> I loved it. I love those. I love. I didn't get why it was called Orange Piccolo, but you know what? It's like okay, like when he sense. actually turned bulky, you yeah, saw the orange. Yeah, he turns orange. Like yeah, it makes sense. You know, like you got Super Saiyan Blue, Super Saiyan Red. I know we call like Demon. You like you show like you want to call it like Demon King form or something like that, or whatever he wants to call oh, himself. Sure, right? And then. Him. What is Gohan? Gohan's form? Oh, um, uh, beast monkey, beast monkey, or something? No, it's um, it's just beast, beast form. He reminded you know he did remind me. He reminded me of GT. He reminded me of uh of uh what is that? Is that uh baby? No, maybe. Um, that's, that's I didn't watch. White GT. Hair. I didn't watch GT. Yeah, um, that's that's the guy with white hair. Was like baby Vegeta. Maybe. Yeah, but it just it, it had that it kind of struck me like the like the characters from GT. Yeah, it, it was definitely Super Saiyan two hairstyle, just with the white. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's like a mix of like of his ultimate form, like uh, whatever that was, because his ultimate form is similar to like um, to ultimate uh, 
alter oh. what is it? ultra instinct where freaking you don't uh where you yeah. don't turn but you know you're like super powerful so it's a mix of that but he mixed super saiyan in there as well but he wasn't super saiyan but he was like it's odd but he it was, was it was definitely he was definitely something it was a dope level up i like and, and the fucking special bean cannon that was that was so, so sick I, i'm glad it was a command i'm glad it was a command mayor Spe- bro I'm telling you piccolo is daddy yeah Piccolo, Piccolo, is, Piccolo is daddy and granddaddy. <laughs> and granddaddy, bro. Piccolo is his real father, bro. And this picks up p- picks up Pat from school. Yo, at the end, it's literally plushy. <laughs> literally. Yeah, literally, dude. Like it, Piccolo is is daddy. What did you think about the CGI? I didn't hate it. Me neither. It was a weird fighting style. It was a weird fighting style at first because it, it wasn't quite DBZ level. Somebody had mentioned that I talked to, they're like, oh, it's like Marvel, like DC fighting. And I was like, bro, like. I can kind of see that a little bit, but you're not, it's not, you're used to it. Some of the angles and camera shots were a bit weird. It was like, it, uh, it definitely improved. Like, it, like, it's, again, you were used to in this, in the 2d format. Mm-hmm. And the only time we really saw him in the 3d CGI is when the bat in the battle of the gods movie and then Broly mm-hmm. movie, which was fine. Like that, yeah. that, and that we had him, quite well. And we had a full thing. It, it, it worked for Gohan. It worked for Piccolo. I didn't like it. When we were in the middle of story, like when we were dealing with uh, with Doctor Hedo and um, all that yeah, other ba- shit, basically really... once we once we but... got to Vegeta and Goku, that's when it started to get more like tolerable. Yeah, it got more tolerable during the fights. It wasn't the best, but it wasn't the worst by any means. And then yeah. the power levels, I think when they when they powered up, it definitely the CGI definitely benefited those power levels. Like, or let me phrase power, it: the power, power levels definitely level, benefited power, from that. power levels are bullshit. <laughs> Uh, no, but like at least the power levels, like with yeah. the CGI, it looked great. The special beam cannon with the CGI was flawless. That right. was fucking awesome. That was a great shot. Special beam cannon and the CGI was awesome. Um, oh, yeah. And like I said, just the, the, the level ups were freaking dope. I um, just love how Piccolo remembered moves he forgot long ago, like growing big, the extended arms. But he was real. He's like, I grow big, but it's just for show. It doesn't do anything. I know, but like again, like he, I can't like he forgot all about it. Also, I was like, has he had? To, has he had to regrow his limbs? What? I said, has he had to regrow his limbs? Like extend them? Yeah, he's done that. No, not extend them. Grow them. Like you well, said, like, you said regrow, and I was like, he hasn't had a basically, need. Basically, wherever, yeah, wherever he lost them, he grow. He would grow them back. I know, but he hasn't had a need to, has he? I don't recall him having a need to grow anything back. Uh. Did you I say think only, only when Cell and did absorbed them. Yeah, that's the only time I remember when he really needed. Yeah, he hasn't had, you said he forgot. I was like, he hasn't had a need. No, like, he, no, he like forgot like the extended hands. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like that, and like turned into a giant, like he did in Dragon Ball. Yeah, well, I mean, in this instance, like you said, it benefited for sure. But yeah, and then you know, Omega Shenron comes to life because Bulma abuses it for cosmetics. This is why we have the Black Star Dragons. <laughs> It was a little funny though, like you know, it was like really, really. But at the same time, like at least the commentary was pretty funny. Although, uh, yeah, Frieza did rip them off. You're right. Oh, also, yeah. with nail, yeah. Mm, that makes sense. I, I was waiting for the you. I I I can win. I feel great. Oh, I can do this. I was waiting <laughs> for that again when he got that power up. It's like, come on, do it, do it, do it. Oh my god. No, but for the comedy, and that was another thing. Like, I felt a lot of the comedy, not a lot, but there, a good portion of the comedy was forced. I definitely felt like it was forced comedy. And I feel like it's definitely Marte commenting. What do you think? It was irritating. Yeah. It seems like Marte is definitely commenting. It is Marte. Oh, yeah. It is Marte. <laughs> it is Marte. What's up, Marte? 
Um, anyway, um, some of the comedy felt forced. I but some of the comedy was drop dead hilarious. I thought like the stuff like on Beerus's planet was hilarious. The um the commentary between Goku and and Piccolo, I'm not Goku and Piccolo. I'm sorry, um Bulma and Piccolo was yeah. fucking was was funny in its own little ways. Wasn't that bad. Um, but yeah, just some of the comedy was just like, come on, dude. Like, really? I it know. definitely felt like between that and the CGI, it was like it was appealing to fucking little kids. Right. The comedy didn't help the story. But yeah, uh, well, I mean, comedy. I don't think comedy is necessarily meant to help most stories. It's just meant to be thrown in there for, you know, for entertainment purposes right. or to, to please another side of the audience. But it's not necessarily for that. I did like Beerus having a crush. That was hilarious. Like I yeah. said, all the all the stuff that happened on on, on Beerus's planet, hilarious, um, for sure. And then um, even a couple of the interactions with Gohan, I thought were pretty funny. I was annoyed that freaking they gave fucking Gohan the. Uh, the the Sasuke treatment with uh, or Sara the treatment from Boruto where freaking he has shitty eyes and then we go Super Saiyan up it's fixed you know <laughs> like what the fuck that was dumb right, All right. um yeah final thoughts before we move on <laughs> um like I said CGI was was okay um Vegeta one that was cool yeah that's the after yeah yeah celebratory sex Vegeta's gonna fuck Boma's new ass <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, Goten also yeah, like, like it's like he won and nobody cared except nobody for Broly cared. and Levin. Weiss was napping. Weiss was like, oh, oh it's over. I'm no, Weiss was, Weiss was like, no, Weiss was like just daydreaming. Beerus was napping. Yeah, Beerus. That's, what was like, no, that's, what, that's what I said. Weiss was like, oh, yeah, uh, Vegeta wins. Yeah, Vegeta wins. And that's after he looked at the, the, the thing, the pulse. He's like, oh, missed something good here. <laughs> you got more ice cream? Nope. Click. Yep. I was like, yeah, well, fine. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> but no, CGI was okay. Comedy felt forced at times, hilarious at others. Fights, um, some of the fights were nice. Some of the fights were nice. Some of the, and a lot of again, the story was corny. Um, the Piccolo, fact that Piccolo was the off. highlight. Pan was the highlight. What do you mean? Yeah, Piccolo and Pan. Like, they were the best. Yeah, Piccolo and Pan was the highlight. And then obviously, Gohan. Great scene, Gohan. Um, <laughs> yep. So I gave it a three out of five. Let alone a low end three out of five. Yeah, it's a three out of five as well. Yeah, definitely, definitely a fun time. <laughs> definitely, Marte. Did you catch us talking about plastic cocks? No response. Right, he probably left. <laughs> He's gone already. All right, let's get to some reviews. We'll try again. We'll try to make most of them brief. <laughs> uh you know me. It's hard for me to do that. I, I that's why I said try. Yeah. Shit. All right. Go well. ahead. All right. Um, Ruby. Ruby. You know, I hate that this is like a single long story in a in the grand scheme of a larger story that definitely takes me away from ruby um it's it's ruby's just solid we continue to see the um them struggle in um weiss's dream um and they're continuously fighting continuously fighting that ruby almost gets caught within a dream but if it wasn't for john recognizing that his sword can like you know cut out the dreams and shit like uh he saved Ruby basically. And they try to come up with plans. Like, I don't know how to describe it at this stage because I mean, I could go like and give you detail by detail, but because it's not linear, like it's linear, but it's not because of the fact that it's a story within the story that's early on in their journey while they try to figure themselves out. So it's tough, but I enjoy Ruby a lot because bro, it's got wonderful, wonderful music great animation so that's why i'm still there because the music is sensational the animation is great fighting scenes are cool like it's watchable no doubt 
Um, and for somebody that's seen it, like you would definitely like, wow, this is fantastic. If they had started with this in 2011 or whatever the fuck it was, it would be a top fucking goaded anime because it's so good by comparison. But right, you know, um, but no, Ruby's like I said, Ruby's solid at this stage. Um, where are they at at this stage? Basically, um, they're basically Weiss has got them on the back foot again. And um, Blake and Yang, who were sentenced earlier to like the like the, the hidden realm or banished realm or something, they are able to find a relic. And I don't ask me how, but fucking uh, what's it called? Yang manages to go through a door to save uh, John and uh, Blake smashes through the ceiling of the dream from the banished realm with her fucking white fang. And they start attacking as Ruby's about to get put down by Weiss. And that's how the episode ends. Um, yeah, I don't know. You know what? I will say also so this story that's specifically telling about Weiss and being alone, despite you know, and having pressures of family and things like that. I can appreciate and understand the story that they're trying to tell about you know having the world, like because she's a super rich girl, having the world, but being alone and things of that nature. Like it, they try to put that within the story and. I can appreciate that for what it's worth, I suppose. Um, but yeah, no, it's super solid. Just it's tough to to really comment on this stage about per se, but um, trekking along there. Um, Bakumatsu Bad Boys, you know, it's a low key sleeper. Ba- Bakumatsu Bad Boys is definitely a low key sleeper. Um, right. I don't remember where I left off last time from our last show, but basically, um, oh, I think I do remember um, the Shinsengumi. They um the the raid on the uh what's it called on whatever like the little the, pa- the palace thing was they um no I didn't hear about plastic <laughs> Gohan's new form is made of me the motivation to achieve it didn't help eh I disagree but well anyway let's keep let's go back um yeah so um they basically ban um. Ichiban Boshi, they they put him in like a jail cell awaiting his death. And um the Ichi um sorry, the Shinsengumi have three days to rectify their mistakes, um, or right. they get disbanded. So Ichiban Boshi has a conversation with um uh Sakuya, and Sakuya is basically saying, like, you have to steal yourself, you have to like, you know, you have to be the one to kill your brother, you know, like if not, then like you're worthless, da 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 da. He gets pissed off because Ichiban Boshi still wants to try and talk to his brother because he thinks like his brother is his is his old person. And Sakia, who's cold and heartless, is like, no, you can't do that. So he throws a rice bowl at him. But because of that, he inadvertently, because the, the pieces of the rice bowl shatter, he gives him a way to cut himself out of the fucking jail. As he's he's almost about to kill himself. He's like on the verge of like committing suicide to get it over with. And then he's like, Oh, wait, I have this shard. Let me cut my way through like the the you know, because this is back in the 14th century, so walls weren't necessarily made of like concrete and shit so he cuts his way out of um out of jail and he finds his way over to um the his friend's uh sister whom uh who what's it called his friend like really adored and he's like listen i gotta talk to you about your um about your brother and he tells her about her last moments and the sister's resolve to kill she he know she knows that he killed her brother so she tries to kill him and Ichiban Boshi grabs the sword with his hand, which is always gangster. Like when you see somebody fucking grab a fucking sword or a knife with their hand, like knowing they're all cut and bleeding and shit. Like I cringe at it, but it's super gangster at the same time. 
So he cuts him and was like, listen, like, I know you want to kill me. If you want to kill me afterwards, that's fine. But let's work together to restore honor to your name because I know that you're um, that your brother, like he loved you and he didn't want to like besmirch you like your name and let's restore his honor. Da, da, da. So she agrees. She cooperates, tells him some information. Sakia manages to capture um, somebody during a raid um, on like this like shop and they find a bunch of weapons um, that we find out later on were given to them by the mass demons. And so they manage to extract information from this guy and they find out that the um, that there's going to be a giant fire during like the, the, the towns, I think they're in Kyoto during the, the town's great festival. Um, that there's going to be a fire. Each Mamboshi comes through, finds out that there's going to be a meeting amongst like all the people that are there at like XYZ place um, somewhere in the city. And so they converge and that's how that episode ends. The following episode comes and basically um, they're prepared to kill Ichiban Boshi because he escaped prison and he's, he's at fault. And he's like, listen, I don't care if you guys want to kill me afterwards. I'll commit seppuku if I have to. But I want to, you know, restore honor. I want to, you know, fix my brother or kill him one or the other. Da, da, da. And so the guy, um, uh, Toto, he's like, you know what? I, I accept your honor and your resolve. Let's go ahead and uh, let's do it. So they split the Shinsengumi into two groups. Um, Sakia and his team, I'm sorry, not Sakia and his team, Ichiban Boshi and his team go over to the meeting place to fight the to fight the people at the meeting. Meanwhile, the um, Sakia, Toto, and his group, they go over to a different um, part of the city to try and find like where the fire is going to happen. They manage to find it um, by... they interrupt somebody um i guess uh, one of the mass they interrupt one of the mass demons and they find like oh they have like fire like arrows and shit and they find a map and they compare the map they're like oh the fire is going to happen in the dead center of town um at a temple so they go to the temple but they're too late an explosion happens and fire starts so right so they try to do what they can to like try and contain it or save people but it's tough meanwhile um ichiban boshi and his team raid the office they start fighting um of uh, eventually um what's her name uh, akira akira she ends up talking to one of the other guys and i forget his name now but basically her informant and her informant who was there was like listen you can't die you're fit to be my wife so don't die and he kisses her and then escapes and so they're trying to build like some sort of love interest between akira and the love interest despite the fact that the love interest is maybe an evil guy like he's definitely a tweener at this stage so that's interesting from that standpoint, I guess. And so then finally, the episode culminates with uh, Sukito and um, and Ichiban Boshi fighting in a courtyard. And Ichiban Boshi still trying to talk to him, still trying to talk to him. Can't do it. Like, not getting through. And so um, he gets disarmed. He gets his sword disarmed. And as, as he's about to get sliced up by, by his brother, Toto jumps in, takes the slice. And then all the other um, Shinsengumi converge on the location. And uh, Sukito escapes. Uh, so he doesn't get caught and he says, oh, I'll let you live again. And so basically Toto doesn't die, though, but he's out of commission and he tells Ichiban Boshi, like, yo, you have to lead the group. You have to lead the group, you know, let like you, you're a good leader, like you'll be fine. Just, you know, it'll take some time, whatever. Da, da, da. And so he passes out from, you know, blood loss and he gets taken away. And so the rest of the episode, they battle the fire that started across the town. They do manage to put out the fire by morning time, but half the town is literally destroyed. And so the group were like, hey, all right, Ichiban Boshi, lead us. What are we going to do next? And he's like, all right. And he does his little hair thing where he makes a little mohawk with his hair. And he's like, we're going to fix everything up. And they're like, huh? They're like, yeah, this is part of being the Shinsengumi. We're going to fix everything up and help the town. Okay. And that's how the episode ends. Um, but it's, you know, I don't do a good job explaining it. I don't do it justice, but it really is like a low key sleeper. Like the art style is nice. Um, 
the music is is kind of cool. Fighting is kind of cool. Like there's something to it. Like it's it's kind of basic. It's definitely a three out of five, but I dig it. Okay, very good. Um, Boruto, Boruto's Boruto. You know, uh, they had did some basically. Oh God, where do I even start with this? Basically, this week, this week's Boruto. They um, are in the classroom and they start talking about these ghost stories called the seven mysteries of the Academy. And so um, Himawari is like, hey, let's go to the Academy at night and see these mysteries. Right. So they're all going to and they're all excited. Um, Kay, who is the girl that Kawaki is trying to secretly um, trying to protect, um, doesn't go with them. And Kawaki is like, why didn't you go with them? He's like, I don't believe in that. You don't believe in that either. Let, But, you know, you don't want to, like, let the kids, you know not see something so she arranged for her and her um her assistant i guess you want to say to fake the seven mysteries and scare the kids and so they do that throughout the episode it's a little funny can't lie um and then by the time they get to the final mystery they see a real ghost quote unquote a real ghost and it starts freaking everybody out even kawaki and k they managed to track the ghost to the um to the the principal's room um, to the faculty office where they f- see a figure there that's crawling on the floor. They managed to, to corner the figure and it's Shino sensei cleaning with his bugs. So um, it's cute, but yeah, it is what it is. Not the best arc they have for sure. As they continue to give us filler, basically, hopefully we'll get some action at some point. That's worth the shit. Any, oh wait, did I, f- I forgot the previous episode as well for Boruto where basically team seven no. is, I was, I was like, no, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, the previous episode of that, I mean, I'll just, I'll just briefly highlight it. Uh, Boruto and team seven are special guest um, uh, teachers and they try to do a survivability training, which is good in thought where basically like, Hey, we have 10, uh, 10 hamburgers and there's 20 students. And so, you know, the person who gets to keep the hamburger gets to eat basically. So they talk about survivability because they're all hungry and they want the burgers. But then he's also trying to like share the point of teamwork and friendship where if you split the burgers in two, everybody gets a piece of the burger. So everybody eats, but they don't think about that. And they get into a fight over a chocolate bar and then they go on strike. And I'm like, okay, whatever. Anyway, my Isekai life. Um, another solid episode. That was the one that I, I had just finished watching before we got on the air, Matt. Um, right. So the previous episode of My Isekai Life, basically, um, Yuji has to fight a fucking dragon. And he struggles a little bit with the dragon, but because he's fucking Yuji and he's overpowered as fuck, he manages to defeat the, 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 the real dragon, which no one has ever done, it seems, in the entirety of the world, has defeated the dragon. But he's managed to defeat the dragon single-handedly, along with his slimes and his, uh, his wolf. So that was cool. Um, he gets a giant um, pearl... Uh, magic stone from the from defeating the dragon gives it over to the the monster armor creator and he creates a like a really like exquisite piece for proud wolf and like he is usain bolt fast bro going everywhere which way powerful as shit like crazy 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 um but he does manage to get some information uh from some people that he i think captured earlier in the episode they mentioned the town and i'm forgetting the town's name but they mentioned the town he goes over at the end of the episode to the guild and he asks about the town and the the guild lady is like hey you know there is a um 
like the town isn't really popular. Like there's something fishy and strange about the town. So you should be careful. Da, 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 da. So this episode, he gets to the town. Indeed, things are fishy and strange. He tails along like the guild master of there. And we basically find out that that town is in cahoots with the, the protagonist, I'm sorry, the antagonist of the show, uh, the blue moon army or whatever the fuck they're called. Blue moon, something blue moon group, whatever the fuck. I don't know. Not blue man group. Blue moon right. group. Whatever. Some blue moon, some shit. Right, that's they're the antagonists, and so we find out that they're part of that, and not a real ghost. <laughs> um, anyway, so um, he tells them, finds that out, whatever. We find out that the the leader of this Blue Moon group, whose his name is Walter, as he's listening in, we see the father who had um given him the dagger earlier and whom he protected as well earlier in the season. Cause his name is is Style, um Style um comes in and tells of a story with him and walter and how they used to be close they formed like this i guess like religious like fighting like missionary group that like would fight bad guys and whatever and they grew in followers and all was well um one day the priest style receives word divine word and the divine word is break up your group and he's like, I don't want to break up the group. Like, you know, like these are all my like, you know, closest people. Like, I want them to find salvation. Da 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 da. And then an attack happens, and they all die. And we find out that, except for Style, they all die. And we find out that this attack was coordinated by Walter, who actually didn't like Style, despite the fact he was his right hand man. So that was okay. And so we see um the father style basically tell yuji like hey you know you're like a, a destined prophet you're supposed to save the world from a tainted light da, 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 da. and he's like all right it is what it is meanwhile the, the father's assistant um this guy i forget his name now too but he's like why didn't you tell him the full prophecy basically how you're supposed to die for him and he's like oh because if i told him that then he wouldn't fucking show up so i mean um, it makes sense it makes sense right so so he does that and meanwhile, we see Yuji, you know, kind of contemplate like what he's going to do, what he's going to do. And he's like, all right, well, I'll ask the father in the morning. He goes, so he goes over to the, to the church again where the father was. And they're like, oh, the father's not here. So he asks the slimes like, hey, have you seen the father? One of the slimes is like, yep, he left early in the morning in the woods. So they go after him and you see the father basically find Walter's hideout along with his um, with his assistants. And so, as I you heard when I was writing the the the, uh, the story, he basically he comes across like some of the followers, and they're going to attack him. And he uses defensive magic to bolster him and his assistants. He uses um, like the divine power that he has as you know a messenger of God, and he uses some form of tai chi, no, not the wrestler, to uh, to defeat these guys single handedly. Like he's really solid. He defeats all these fucking guys until he gets to Walter. And he's going to fight Walter. And then his assistant turns on him and finds out he's been working for Walter the whole time. And so we go through the spiel of like, oh, you know, I'm going to kill you. I can't wait for the divine animusary, blah, 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 blah. You know, typical anime fucking trope bullshit. And then who do bust through? Fucking Yuji bust through along with Proud Wolf and a couple slimes and Walter and Yuji meet for the first time. So pretty solid, um, pretty simple, I guess. So not bad. And then finally, one of my favorites of the season, one of my low-key favorites, Black Summoner. Not a white one, a black one. Um, so the previous episode, um, as we mentioned, he, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, Kelvin and his group basically pretend to be the evil bandit group as the known as the Black Wind. And so he um, ends up meeting the heroes and pretends like, yeah, I'm this evil guy. And so it, in a really cool fight, he fucking 1v1. Yeah, so he 1v4s the hero's party. Kelvin, 
versus the hero's party. So in any typical isekai anime, right, the hero's party is normally like you know super powerful and they combine and they, they do well, right? Right. Right. That's what's supposed to happen. No, Kelvin is so OP, he single-handedly, with hardly any effort, solos the hero's party. Solo defeats them. And they're trying, they're trying, they're trying. They even have to have like a pep talk of like teamwork and they do better. And he still solos their ass. Just him. Not keeping in mind that he's got a bunch of OP fucking teammates himself. But just him. Solos him. And at the end, the beginning of the of the episode, basically, they make a bet. And they're like, oh, loser has to do something that the other person does, right? <clears throat> and right. they're like, all right, whatever. So he loses. And he starts teaching them in order to, for them to get better. He starts teaching them how to do teamwork. Like, oh, you should do this. You should do this. You should do this. Oh, it worked. But I'm so OP, it didn't work. And he defeats them. And so at the end, he tells them after they wake up from unconsciousness, he tells them, like, hey, you know, I'm not really the fucking Black Wind. I'm Kelvin, you know, whatever. And so they're like, oh, you know, we apologize, whatever. So they start calling him like Shisho. They call calling him master. And he's like, oh, you know, we want to learn from you. Da, da, da. Like, OK, whatever. And he's like, well, we lost. So we'll, we're willing to do whatever you want. And so the episode ends with him saying, oh, OK, strip. And that's how the episode <laughs> ends. So that was funny. They didn't actually strip, though. Um, so the next episode happens and uh, Kelvin starts training them on teamwork and things of that nature. Um, they're, they're better for sure, but they're not 100 percent, 100 percent. And so Kelvin and his group, while he's teaching them, they managed to, uh, I think it was Sarah, the 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 uh, daughter of the demon lord who's in his party, manages to unearth a uh, S-tier dungeon dragon <clears throat> and defeats it no problem. That's how OP she is, that she's able to defeat S-class monsters no problem. Right. And so, um, you know, they basically say, like, you know, we'll be here for you, da-da-da, like, you're cool, blah, 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 you know, basic shit. Like, all right, whatever. So the hero's party departs to their next venue. And Kelvin leaves them with some pendants. And he's like, oh, just think of it as a token of our, you know, our friendship. Oh, thank you so much. Da, 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 da. So then we find out from the, his assistant Eiffel, like when he asked him, like, oh, that's nice. You gave him the pendant. Like, oh, does it give them like anything extra? They're like, yeah, it gives them a mild, very mild stat boost. And it gives them one other function that we hope that I hope we never have to use, which they basically insinuate like, oh, it's going to be some sort of like teleportation, like out or in at, during their their fight with the demon lord. Something like that. That's probably what they basically just insinuated with that. But still, whatever. Kelvin, for his part, the entire reason why he's in this town, he ended up meeting the fucking adventurers anyway, as we mentioned, is he wanted rice. Because there's no rice in any other town but this coastal town. So he receives word that the that the king or the ruler of the of the kingdom of this town wants to see him. So we see uh, the kingdom. They arrive to the castle. And the castle's in old Japanese. They're like, oh, like really old, like old school Japanese. And he's like, oh, this looks really like Japanese. And they find out that the the first ruler of this nation uh, was summoned from Japan. Like, oh, that makes sense. So they go in, they meet the ruler, and everything is very Japanese. Like, you know, they got like the sliding doors, they got tatami mats, all of that, right? Right. And so um, he walks in, sees the ruler. The ruler is a woman named uh i forget her first name but her last name is fujiwara right um not from love and war not that fujiwara but fujiwara nonetheless and so she's like you know hey you know you can have anything within my power money fame you know status land name what you want and he's like i just want rice just me and my just want to make us a grand feast and she starts laughing and she's like oh i expected so much more like you know and then she's like oh were you testing me to see like if you like i was a greedy son of a bitch 
not literally like yes. that, like that. And she's like, no, not at all. And then she's like, okay, no problem. She's like, I'll give you rice. She's like, I'll give you a lifetime supply of rice. If you ever run out of rice, send me a letter. We'll send you more rice. And it's significant because rice doesn't, like we said, doesn't leave this. It doesn't leave this town. And so for, for uh, Kelvin to get and his crew to get rice, it was pretty cool. And so um, Eiffel, who's his, who's his maiden slave, um, also has tier S cooking and learns how to cook Japanese style. So he starts eating Japanese lunch, like onigiri and things of that nature. And yes. the queen tries to basically flirt with Kelvin and be like, hey, why don't you work for me? No, we're okay. Hey, why don't you be my lover? And you don't have to leave. Like, yeah, no, I'm okay. You know, he just wants to go back home. He wants to go back home. So he goes home. And, um, on, you know, I don't know if this is a coincidence or not, but when Kelvin gets home, he buys a house. Isekai and buying house. That was the theme this week, it seems. Anyway, so he buys a house. Everyone's all excited. And that's how the episode basically ends with him going back home, buying the house. And then everybody's all cool. Um, but no, this is, like I said, it's, it's a legit sleeper. Um, I'm close. I don't know, man. Like, there's, I, I get, I've given a lot of shows their ratings already. And I don't know where I, I, I'm at with it. Cause like, I really, really like it. But I don't know if I really, really like it to the point where I'm going to give it a four. I don't know. It's still debating. And I'm done. That's it for you. That's it for me. I took all of all right. three minutes, maybe something like that. Uh, yeah, about twenty-five minutes. All right. No, no plastic cock talk. All right. No, no more plastic cock. All right. I'll no try to make more. this. Man, that sounds like some ber- berserk level stuff. What does? Please. Probably Black Summoner. Uh, nine thirty-four. Yeah. No, that was eight minutes ago. Yeah, you were talking for Black Summoner for like two episodes. Did I? I don't know if it's eight minutes. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Um, the the maid I hired recently is mysterious. It's an athlete episode. <laughs> as he as he throws his shit. Technical difficulties, guys. In a rage of so much, he broke his microphone. Yeah, this would have been perfect. I was talking about Boruto, so. oh, but I'm oh, not. Yeah. Hey, that wasn't my microphone. That was the. Uh... That was my, my my stand of all things. Well, yeah, well, something dropped overall as soon as I mentioned yeah, that. Yeah, it was a piece of the uh, the ring light. Even, yeah. even even your equipment's like, ah, fuck this show. Seriously, dude. Keep talking. Yeah, it, it's fuck, basically fucking Yuri. He's getting, he's traded. He's getting ready for this thing. He's not an athlete. He's not good at sports. Sports so and Lilith, sports. What? Sports and sports and sports. Yes. So Lilith is kind of like a cheerleader to motivate him. You do a Top Gun 80s homoerotic montage. <laughs> yes, but not as gay or as manly <laughs> as Top Gun. I know, I know. But, we, need yeah. fucking, we need the Joy Ryan mustache. Exactly, right? Uh, fuck him. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was the first half of it. The second half of it is that basically Yuri tells Liv to wear something comfortable for this because he wants her there. And uh, he wears she wears something comfortable under her maid outfit, that type of ordeal. Yuri does fine, and then you find out it's like a parental race, a parent or a guardian race. That's why Lilith is in that. She won the thing, and the kids like, "Hey, why'd you have your maid do that? What is she to you?" <laughs> and then Yuri's like, "Oh, she's family. Fuck you. She ain't just a maid." That was it. Cool. That was it. Yeah. Cool. Moving on. <laughs> It's just not that good. It, when, didn't you binge like something to watch? Didn't you binge the first couple seasons to get to this? The maid I hired. Yeah. 
No, it took a yeah, they no, they took they took a week off when I was away. Hmm. There was another episode, but I'm not gonna talk about it. All right. I'm moving on. <laughs> moving on, baby. All right, let's see. Which one next? Oh, the one I reviewed on Netflix, Tekken Bloodline. Oh, yeah, that's the one you should have started off with, dude. Yeah, I should have. But us. Uh, but no, this was the six episodes, 10 minutes. It was basically the retelling story of Tekken 3. So it was the main focus is Jin Kazama, which is basically his debut in the game. And yeah, you get his mm-hmm. backstory of what he did during this. Basically, he was trained by his mother, Jun Kazama, uh, learning the Kazama style, not the Mishima way, which is his dad, Kazuya, and then the grandfather, Hayachi, until a monster named Ogre showed up. And. Boy, that sounds familiar. A monster named Ogre? Baki, anybody? It, it, it's Shrek. What are you doing in my swamp? <laughs> Donkey! Donkey! <laughs> no, but he, he didn't find Donkey. He found a woman and a child. And Donkey and ass! <laughs> Anyway, yeah, uh, June fights the ogre. She gets her ass handed to her. She dies. Uh, before she dies, she tells Jin to go to find Hayachi to trade him to fight ogre. Hayachi basically makes him a, makes Jin a jobber the whole time. <laughs> Fucking collapse him right away. Just boom, gut. Oh shit! All this, all this shit. Try just to try and train him, and then. Um, yeah, basically, then, uh, yeah, to do another montage, about a year later, Jin is basically ready. So Hayachi promotes the King of Iron Fist tournament. Uh, so him, Ling Zhaoyu, Horang, Paul, King, all your favorites, all your favorites. Uh, King's the luchador. <laughs> and yeah, and he, he does fucking good. He's a finalist, and so is Jin. And then uh, Jin finds out more about King. You're, you're muted. I said, who's better, him or Ray Phoenix? Well, King's a heavyweight. Oh, okay. Yeah, so no, I, no, but no, King ain't bo- King doesn't botch and injure himself. So I'll go with King. I'm done. <laughs> He's done. Uh yeah, but you find out it wasn't the original King because the original King died uh, fighting Ogre. So, it, but this King is someone that was in the orphanage that King like donated charity and stuff like that. Hijo de King. Yes, <laughs> El Hijo de King. <laughs> El hijo de rey. Yeah. That's really what it is. El hijo de, Pretty uh, much, yeah. El hijo de rey. Yeah, so basically, but and he's basically doing his tournament to raise money for the orphanage he grew up in because he's basically what did do what King is doing. Aww. Yeah. Oh, yeah so, yeah. So Jin fights him. Jin beats him, and he goes to check on King. He tells him the money's yours. Like I don't, I want, I don't want anything to do with it. So is that because he he wants to fight Ogre? So. And he bought strippers and coke with it instead. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it! No, no, he ain't Conan. Wait, when's the time from eighties? Definitely strippers and coke. Uh, this is like late nineties. So. Oh, okay, so we're beyond the Shenmue. Yeah, so right. it's a uh, heart. This is rock and roll rebellion phase or wacky nineties shit. The shit that inspired Chris Jericho. Got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it turns out Hayachi was the was the one that released Ogre because he wants to learn about the the devil gene that his son has and not him. Mm. But basically, it's his fault that uh, Jin's mother died and all this. Rip. <laughs> yep. So here comes Ogre. Uh, Jin transforms to the Devil Jin, kills Ogre, and then when when that fight's done, Hayachi shoots him in the head. Rip. But he's alive because again, the Devil Jin. 
So he fucking tackles Hayashi, knocks him the fuck out, and flies away. That's it. That sounds kind of bad. Uh, let's play. Let's play the games. Yeah, I was gonna. You know what? There's something about like gaming anime, like adaptation. Anime adaptation doesn't hit. Right. No. What's up, puppy? My cat came over. What's up? But I, I give the three. Love me. That's what's up. Like a low three or a mid three? Yeah, like, like a low three. Uh, again, I liked it for the lore. Fights were okay. It's another, It was another CG anime, but it was okay. Okay. As but long as you again, don't regret watching it, that's all that matters. But again, it was it was just six episodes, so... As long as you don't regret watching it, that's all that matters. No, I, I definitely don't. Uh, no Isekai OG sign this week because we, we had a couple weeks off and the new episodes doesn't air until Wednesday. I'm sure you're looking forward to that. I am so, but I guess one last thing to talk about. So, hey, here we go. Save time. All right, Shadow South season two. Yeah, one of your faves. Uh, uh, not, uh, this picked up. I am glad this picked up. <laughs> All right, so it's not so because because I, I wasn't feel, no, I still enjoy it, but it's like it was missing. That was it more dark, cute? It's more cute this season, right? It's more slice of life ish. Like there's not oh, a weird. lot of the, there's not a lot of mystery there, mm. and there's definitely not that dark vibe, especially when Edward showed up during the whole debut thing. I don't know, uh, man. I still, I still get dark vibe. I would say because you know, I don't it's know. still. I don't know about this season, but you know. it's still there. But it's like it's like it's not the focus of it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But the atmosphere is still there. The atmosphere is still enjoyable for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, before that, though, uh, Ricky, no, not Ricky, Patrick, the Shadow, he has a crush on a doll. He has a crush on Emilico, and we don't know, and we don't know the Shadow love. Can the Shadow? Like a doll. Do shadows blush? No, the dolls do it for them. Basically, however the whatever the shadow says or however they act, the doll emotes for them. Like they'll make the faces for them. They'll make the expressions for them. That's all the doll does when they're accompanying the shadow. So weird. It is, it is weird. It was also interesting. Um, but yeah, the the main thing for the, for these like episodes is finding out the master road, the one that's like sabotaging everything. That's the main goal. That's what Kate's trying to do. She's trying to find out who this thing is. Uh, and we saw before, like, there was these uh, two dolls that were tortured with the water and all this going going to the suits and then basically drowning. But Kate realized that there was a different scent on them. It was like a perfume type scent. Mm-hmm. And, like, someone else, like, basically, with, this is how it is with, with their scents. Like, like, but why for something like this? Like, someone's hiding something. Mm-hmm. And she and then the master robe had a different scent. It was also it was perfume. Mm-hmm. But uh, eventually, yeah, uh, Kate's talking to the other dolls, and they have a meeting to meet the master robe. And they meet at midnight in this hidden room. And then uh, Kate's talking about yeah how like she has memories of like everything beforehand, mm-hmm. like before. Like like this like all this is not due to her. It's like she recycled her life in a sense. Hmm. Uh, we're trying to figure out what the hell is that about? Like 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 so that's why she knows everything about the house. She knows the higher ups. She knows the star bearers. But she was hiding all of that from everyone else. And then um, what do you call it? Master Robe was like, oh yeah, they'll you, you basically use everyone is what you're saying. That's to get all this info about everyone. Mm-hmm. And then uh, one of the other shadows, John's like, "Oh no, I still love her and all this shit. Like we're like we're all willing to help her. Fuck you." Hmm. All that was going on, and again, everyone thought the master up was Christopher, but it's not. But it's not him. 
It's uh, Mary Rose, one of the other uh, higher-ups, one of the mm. other star bearers. I thought it was uh, Barbie Shadow, but no, it was uh, what Barbara. Yeah, that's what it was. I thought it was Barbara, but no, it was Mary Rose. And once she revealed herself, we get, up oh, next episode. Like, ah, damn it. <laughs> so I did like that. <laughs> it was very nicely done. Uh, uh, you want some complicated shit? No, because every time you tell me about Classroom of the Elite, it's just fucking math. It's just math. That's all it sounds it's like anime math. Like, what the fuck? There's a, lot of, there's a lot of strategy for this. Uh, we basically get in these three. Ep- I've been watching today's episode. Mm. Uh, basically, these past three episodes is Kushida's backstory. Mm. Not not Time Splitter. Calm down. Ah. And like why she hates a Suzune. But before that, though, uh, Suzune's brother, Manabu, he stepped down as student council president. He is, I, I guess he's graduating soon. So I guess that's why he's doing it. He said, fuck this shit. Yeah, no. So he was just like, I'm stepping down. Thank you guys for everything. Uh, here's this guy. He's the guy that's replaced me. I forgot his name. So I don't care. Probably. And then the teacher talks about the next test. Uh, basically, they're going to do a practice quiz. And wherever the score is, they're going to be paired with someone else for like an average. Uh-huh. And, then, and for the final test, if you score below the average, you're both expelled. Okay. So, so Suzune's plan is basically a group of people will do their best. Two will be in the middle, and then one get bad answers. That way, they'll they'll balance it out so everyone can get a secure grade. Mm-hmm. So that is the plan for it. And then uh, once they reveal that plan, she talked to Ayana Koji, and she was telling like, how she knows uh, Kushida. Uh, apparently there was a rumor going around that uh, Kushida caused a riot in the school, that in the middle school that they were in. Mm. How and so? Then, so, so well, well I'm going to get to that. Mm. Uh, basically, we go to the next episode. Suzune talks to Kushida and says, I want to play some bet with you. If you score higher than me in this test or in the average, I will be expelled like you want me to. But if I win, you leave me the fuck alone. Mm. Like, you don't have to go after me anymore. Like, you, we're done. Mm. And I say, like, oh, yeah, well, you got a witness who's going who's gonna to say, hey, we agreed to this? Yeah. Um, and as Suzune brings in her brother, Manabu, the former student council president, because he still has pull. Mm-hmm. So he heard everything. It's like, okay, so this is what's going to happen. You guys would do this. If you guys fuck up, there's consequences for both of you. Mm. So you both better not go back on your word. So he leaves. Then Kushida says, oh yeah, I had a Koji. I know you're hearing me over the phone. Because Suzude had him on speaker, so he mm. puts it in. So it's like, okay, well, no, come come meet us. Come meet us outside. Three-way. Just kidding. Yeah, and then so she so she adds more to the bet. Says, if I win, not only are you expelled, I had a Koji's gone too. And Suzuki says, no, like I'm not doing that. I'm not risking him just because you hate me. Mm. And then Ayana Cody says, okay, I'll do it, but you gotta tell us what you did there. Like what like what actually happened in that middle school. Like he's curious, like, he wants to know. So basically, she Kushida was a girl that was praised by everyone, loved compliments, loved like all of that. Mm-hmm. Like any other kid. Mm-hmm. And in middle school, she didn't get much of that. Unless she like protect, was being friendly with them, did stuff for them, all that to get compliments. Mm, she was a gopher. Yeah, she she just loved compliments, and whenever she didn't get them, 
she would hide in a blog anonymously, revealing secrets of everyone that she talked to. Oh, what a piece of shit! Yeah, and I saw I saw your meme. I think was it your meme or somebody else's meme? It was mine. Yeah, it was it was what actually happened. Yeah, like this girl's a piece of shit. Like she's a fucking sociopath, and yeah, and everyone caught on. Yeah, and they confronted her in the classroom, Mm. and then she kept saying stuff. Making them turn against each other, so then all those students were all fighting back and forth, and she was just enjoying it. She just someone that just loved praise and attention. She loved chaos. Oh my god! Yeah, I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> what a sick bitch. She makes mommy don't look that bad. Yeah. Uh, also, Ryuyan, uh, the guy from Class C, because he found out now the mastermind is not Suzune. Is like, is could be. He, he says it might be down to two people. So he went to the people that were, that were bullying the girl K in the previous episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he abused the shit out of one of them. So he's like, so who leached shit to other classes? And he just grabbed their head, like slammed her down the desk. <laughs> Fucking domestic violence. Yeah. And then like, like, I'll forgive you. Just confess. That's, like, that's all you got to do. That's like good cop, bad cop shit. Yeah. Yeah, and then you're like, like who, like who knew about all this? And yeah, and this girl said either K or Ayana Koji. So like, like, I see your pussy. <laughs> <laughs> and then the Ryu's like, okay, all right, I see his game. And then yeah, and then Ryu sent an email to Ayana Koji saying like, who are you? Because it, it, it would just come up as Mastermind, mm-hmm. not his actual name. Mm-hmm. And then we get to the latest episode where the test is happening. Before that though. Uh, one of the classmates had to go submit a test to the class, like to the next class for the teacher. Mm-hmm. Like they like like submit questions from another class to give to them. Mm-hmm. Also, the subject, uh, the subject is math. That's what Kushida chose for the thing because that's what she's good at. So uh, Ryuyen gives Kushida a piece of paper with with their questions, the answers. That way she could she could do it. That way she could basically beat Suzune. So she goes. So she goes to the teacher, drops it off. It's like okay. Then we go to the test. We see the questions. They're not the ones she sent in. Mm. So she's pissed off. And then she confronted Ryu. So like, what, what the hell is that? <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like, oh, no, I, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, she had you, like, don't look at me. She had you played the whole time. Mm-hmm. And you find out what happened. And Suzune told the teacher, I'm the only one that's going to send you questions. If anyone else tried to, don't. Like they have to be approved by me, because <laughs> she because Suzune is the class have rep. The power? How do you have the power to change? To... Doesn't make Suzune is the class rep. She's like she talked to the classroom. Like they all agreed to it. That's why she told her teacher. Mm. So it was like okay, basically, and since Kashida gave put hers in, it wasn't approved by Suzune. So I was like, gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Then I uh, coach is like, yeah, I didn't need to help. So like she, when he was talking to Kay, he's like, no, she did it all on her own. Didn't have to step in. Mm-hmm. But you find out he actually did step in. He talked to Ryu saying, oh, what are you going to do? Like, either you're going to give her the fake answers to manipulate her or you give her the real thing. Your call. What do you want to do? So he got played and he gave Kushida the, the fake ones. <laughs> mm. And yeah, so all that to make get her set up. And now... Ryuyen is actually going to go after the girl now, Kay. And he sent that message to Ayana Koji. It's like, oh yeah, by the way, she's next type of thing. Mm-hmm. So now Ryuyen and Ayana Koji are still doing their cat and mouse game. <laughs> so it's like, it's like, you've, it's like, what the fuck, guy? Well, first, because she is a bitch. <laughs> 
And just how far does Ayata Koji plan his shit? Pretty far, apparently. Yeah, that's like holy crap. <laughs> it's like, God damn, no way. <laughs> All right. Main event, summertime. Yeah, buddy. I got upset. I was like, God damn it. Really? More, another death. Another death? Permanent. Uh okay. Two we'll go we'll go two episodes because we kinda have to for this one. Uh, basically, we can we we go where he left off. Shinpei looped. Ushio's dead, and uh, what you call it? Shide and and Hain are right there. They're they're about to go. They sent they sent all these shadow creatures. They're about to go kill him, but Hain stops. But like I don't know, so they think Ushio's alive or something like that. We don't know. So mm-hmm. they retrieve her now. They mm-hmm. like, hold on. Okay, like, so he's not gonna die. So basically, if they killed him right there, Shinpei would have been dead because he's basically on that cliff before his next loop. Mm-hmm. And since it, it was that quick, it's going to go past them. So they had a chance to kill him, kill him. So all that's going on, and then you see uh, Shinpei, Colin, Mio, Hizuru, Nezu, basically the whole group in, the, in two separate phone calls. Say, one, meet me over there, the other one, meet me here. And it turns out it was basically Hain telling them this because she copied Shinpei's body. Hmm. So Shinpei doesn't know anything that's going on right now. So he's trying to he's trying to call them. Like oh, no service, no nothing like that. So Mio and so they they go to the they go to this wilderness and they see Shide there, the forearm shadow guy. So it's like, ah shit. And then you see Hizuru, Nezu, the cop, Toki, Tokiko. They see Hain. Mm-hmm. So Hizuru is fighting Hain and Another Shine. Mm-hmm. So all that's going on, uh, and and Hizuru is still not recovered after being shot in the ch- in the shoulder from the last fight, and her arms messed up like she pulled muscles in her arm. And again, she's carrying mm-hmm. a big giant sledgehammer the whole time trying to fight these things. Mm-hmm. So she's definitely gonna rep something. Mm-hmm. And basically, with like her brother like, in him, he's the one that predicts like two seconds ahead. Mm-hmm. But with Hain there and Shide there. It's useless. Mm-hmm. So Hizuru like fights as herself for this one to help out the brother, and she does well for she does well for a bit. Like she even gets a knock off his weapon, and eventually she her body starts giving out, and then the brother starts to fight back with them, and it doesn't go over well. We go to the other side. Shinpei sees uh, mm-hmm. Shadow Mio nailed to the ground, but. It was because the original Mio did that because they thought since Ushio was dead, she was going to turn. Mm-hmm. But that wasn't the case. So, what she picked out the call says, you got to save one of them. You got to save Mio or you're going to save Hizuru. Why do I have to choose? Yeah. So, he goes to Mio and then you see uh, Shide, there, Shide there. He's like, oh, yeah, um, you know you're late, right? <laughs> mm. All's going on. It's like, oh, yeah, they're already being devoured downstairs. By the other shadows, no big deal. So Shadow Mio cuts that uh, Shide's head off, mm. and then yeah, he's gone. And we go to the other side. Hizuru talks to Hain and Shide, and then Hizuru says something that trick that triggered Hain. Says, "How do you know Shide's gonna has is gonna agree with your plan of going back home? How do you know that's what he actually wants?" Mm-hmm. Like I heard him talk about it, and then Hain glared at Shide. It's like, "What's she talking about?" Like, no. Oh, He's like, oh, don't worry about it. She's just she's manipulated, trying to get us to turn against each other. Then Haynes just actually has his glare, so like, huh? 
huh? You don't say. Yeah, that type of thing. Um, what you call it? And then Shinpei has to loot because everyone's dying. And he thinks um, Hizuru's not dead yet, by the way. So, but mm-hmm. he still says he has to loot because Mio and the other guy are dead. So he shoots himself. They're back. They're back where they're back where they were. He like he quickly goes to shadow Mio like right away. Goes to them, saves them like before they get there, and they go back to where Hizuru and everyone else is. And then Shinpei's like. Oh, I'm glad you loot because you made this fight with her a lot easier. Because now I was able to kill her. Like you see, like the you see, he's on the ground, stabbed for the chest for the, with his giant weapon. And I'm like, no. <laughs> and everyone's trying to fight him off. It's not going well, but Hain tells Shida to retreat. He's is coughing up blood and all this. And uh, and in her last moment, she lets her brother's conscience go into Shinpei. That way the brother can help them out. Mm-hmm. And she dies. I'm like, no, like my favorite. <laughs> yeah. It's like, come on. <laughs> Sad face. So, yeah. So first Ushio, now her. And I really feel like Shide is the real villain and not Hain. Because mm-hmm. again, Hain just wants to go home, but Shide wants something else. Mm-hmm. Again, he's been living this whole life for like hundreds of years. So, yeah. I think he just wants to kill everyone. <laughs> but we got four more, five, five more. Sorry, we got five more to go. You know, it's crazy. I was just looking at like some of my anime and I was like, oh, we have five more to go, four more to go. And I was like, that's not that much. But then like, it just feels like forever until it comes. And it's like, that wasn't forever at all. Yeah, no, it's again, it's a long season. And we'll, again, hopefully it falls lighter. More of the story. Don't fall in love with any women in fucking summertime rendering. They'll die. Like, yeah, fuck. Uh, do, I, do I have to give Shide antagonist of the season or what the fuck? Man, I can't, I, you know, I keep hoping like they're going to put on Disney Plus. They're going to put on Disney Plus. They're going to put on Disney Plus. Uh, that shouldn't hold my breath, but goddamn, you know, I better. I, better. I, 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 hope, I hope they do too, but all right, let, I'm done. Let's go to together. <sighs> That's how I feel right now. Like I said we'll try to get through these as much as we can because we're gonna the last four we're gonna focus on mostly. Mm-hmm. Let's go with the etchies. Alrighty, uh, let's go with Vermeil first. You know, it's getting cute. It, I, I, it, it's still not great, but it's still fine. It's the best story of the etchies. I will say that, yeah. It is the best story. It's better than fucking harem. It's better than fucking stepmom. Is stepmom even etchy at this stage? It's not even. It's really, really not. It's a rom com. It's not etchy. It's just a rom com. It's a rom com. No, it's not even a harm. It's just a rom com. It's just a rom com. It's an okay rom com, but I like I like the new girl though. Um, Isana. Yeah, the one that got rejected. Yeah, we'll get to her. We'll get to her. We'll get to that. We'll get to. I, that. I, I, I like her though. I do too. I do too. We'll get to that anyway. Um, yeah, dude. Uh, Vermeil. Uh, what the fuck happened in Vermeil? Ah, the 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 student cancels. Could they? Yeah. Yes, that is right. That yeah, is so right. Basically, but, and we also we, and we're also seeing our main. We also get to know who our main villain is. I for, always forget their name. What's their fucking name? Which one? The main villain. Is it Marcus? I don't know. I don't remember. All I know is that he's a he's a former, like he's got he was a platinum square. They got kicked out of the platinum square group. That's all I know. That's all I remember of him. Like he's super like gangster. He kills people like without a win- like a hesitation. Yeah, he's, he's and, one that, he's a and he was the one that was player. controlling that paper. 
No, he was not with the one. It oh, was he's the, not. Okay. It was the woman. There's a woman that we meet. So basically, there's a, I don't know, I wouldn't call it a harem, but there's like a, a group of platinum squares. And so he's got the one woman who's a witch, who's a platinum square. And then he, you end up seeing this other woman. And she's the one who controls the, um, that controls the, the, the paper, the paper crosses or whatever the fuck, the paper people, whatever you want right. to call them. She's the one that controls them. Okay. Yeah, so there's three platinum squares so far in that group. And we don't know why they're evil. One of them, there's three platinum squares. One of them was kicked out by whatever governing body to, is. I'm, I'm trying I'm trying to look for their names. Yeah, it's, it's, I don't ever remember any of their fucking names ever. I don't think they, they don't really say them. They, do. they don't say them out loud. They said it once. They said like each of the names is once. Like I remember distinctly there was a display of the person's name. And then yeah. that's they don't ever really say the other person's name. And then they said this in this last episode, they said the woman who controls the paper plates, paper people, they um they said her name at the beginning, and then that was it. Like it was like Charinthian or some shit. I don't know. Was it Pharynx? I don't fucking know, dude. I really don't. Anyway, we got them, and the student council knows about Vermeil being a demon. <laughs> yes. And Vermeil also now or not Vermeil, also now knows what uh the student council looks like in their bra and panties. Yeah, uh, yeah. This episode was just fluff, mostly. It was while, 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 while trying to get us hyped up for the next it, one. It was. As, well, do you and, want to talk about the previous episode? Because I mean, there's some significance there with that one. In terms of, he gets basically at the end of the episode, he gets threatened to join the student council and to tell the secret for the fact that Mills a demon. Yeah. But before that, basically, we get. Um, so the episode kind of starts off with um for and alto being weird with each other because like you know of all the events that happen for asked for some space from alto alto said sure no problem and Vermeil just kind of just like on her doing her own thing she's by a beach somewhere and then uh what's her name lilia is it lilia lilia yes yeah lilia ends up meeting with her and she's like oh alto told me you're a demon and then you know she's like oh who cares whatever it's how you guys feel about each other blah 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 basically gave her a pep talk that like you know shit's okay you know saying as long as you love alto like i really like i don't hate you or anything yeah i don't hate you like you're cool whatever you saved his life jelly as fuck (laughs) yeah i'm just jelly as fuck you have humongous titties and you got the fuck my my man and and you give him a blowjob (laughs) and i wish every woman fucking had a smiley face after they're done fucking fucking forcing themselves on you Yes. Like, ah, gleam and shine. And then you're just like doom and gloom, like, oh, my cum came out. <laughs> but no, um, no, so that was cool. And then um they end up having a conversation, Alto and, and Vermeil have a conversation, and they basically just reaffirm their feelings and they kiss again without sucking mana from each other. Like it's a legitimate yeah. feelings thing. And you know, I, I'm you know, I'm really happy. Like at first I was like, Oh, don't tell me the fucking girl's gonna like get her man, like Lilith's gonna get fucking Alto and Vermeil kind of just gets shunned. Like, no, it's like Alto and Vermeil are basically gonna fall in love for the most part. Oh yeah. Which yeah, they're, really they're, nice. they're, yeah, they're connected to each other. Yeah, it's like, yeah, because through the heart, like, oh, there's genuine feelings. Like, I wanted space, but I couldn't think of anything but you, things like that. It was adorable. Um, but no, we get more of, we get more oomph there. And then, like I said, at the end of the episode, they basically get called into the student council's office and they have, they're forced to tell the student council for meal is a demon. And they basically kind of get coerced into joining the student council. And as Matt said, basically the other episode, the rest of this last episode that passed is a lot of fluff. Um, like I said, we get to see some etchy shit. We see a lot of etchy shit actually. Um, and we see basically the episode ends with them basically going to do the, uh, uh, their bronze square test, like uh, Vermeil, 
Aldo, Lilia, and then um, the two other companions. Um, I can get their names. I think they're a part of that thing here. Which one? Uh, uh, they're two companions, um, Showery and uh, Marks. Um, so okay. they they all go to their um, to their square test, their bronze square test, and the bronze square test is basically um, you have to fill like through a barrier. You have to fill this like thing up with mana, which is completely fine because Alto's got like fucking crazy mana thanks to Vermeil. Yep. Um, but of course, there's more that meets the eye. It's not just that easy of a test, and so that's where the episode ends. Coming into tomorrow, tomorrow's recording. Well, we're recording today for tomorrow's yeah, show, yeah. but yeah. But no, good. So, uh, it was uh, it was an alright episode. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't bad. Like I said, I enjoy the story. I, I enjoy. It's a good story. story. I, I just want to get to the meat of the matter. Like I'm trying to get to the more. Yeah, you want more action, which is fine because the action is not bad when you get the action. It was that. I just I want to know more about the villains. <laughs> yeah. I would like. I don't to want to be. Them. I don't want to be like only the last this two episodes. Seem, this doesn't seem like one of those shows, though. That's going to give you a lot of depth. You know, there's not a lot of depth in these characters. Like, how did Alto? Like, how? What was Alto like? What was Lilia like? We see yeah. a little bit of. Oh, we do see a little bit of. Um. Yeah, as a younger. Of yeah, younger, uh, younger Vermeil, and then we also see Alto basically dream about. I, don't, I guess is that like a spirit of some kind that comes in his dream and is like. I guess, um, like you know, the person you love, like you'll have two choices with the person you love. You'll have one of of just and of justice and positivity, and you'll have, and you said that one is is your path, and then the other choice is you take her path, and her path is full of like wickedness and evil and destruction. Like, which path will you choose? And then he wakes up from the dream, um. And he ends up going to bed, and then they end up doing some more etchy shit, whatever. So there's there's bits and pieces that will be explained, but at the same time, this doesn't feel like a show that's going to give you a lot of depth toward that, which is a shame because there's a lot of potential amongst the etchy. You could really build out the fucking anime and really um, right. kind of go with different elements with it. Um, I definitely want to see Alto use something else besides ice magic. Like he just uses the same ice move all the time. Like. like yeah, d- d- Maybe that's his strongest. You don't know. I... I know it's his strongest. Clearly, like he does the ice shots through his hands, and he does like the do, ice. Do, like, like do your lightning or shit. I don't know. Yeah, you want to see him do something different. You know, but like Vermeil just has super strength and can turn into some fucking crazy beast when she's fully unleashed. But yeah. give me more. Right, moving on, cuckoos. Weird. It is weird. It is weird. Like I don't... how did Erica forget to put something? <laughs> how do you forget to bring Pansu? Yeah, have not and not realize like hours later, hours. And you know what's funny when fucking uh, when uh, what's her face? Um, I forget her name now. Hero, huh? Which one, Erica or Segawa? Segawa was like, oh, you can go a day without wearing underwear. Like, oh, pray tell. No, no, Hero, no, she she might be a shrine maiden, but she's probably kinky. She probably is kinky. I tell you what. Anyway, but, but yeah, but yeah, it was basically a study, uh, like a getaway study thing, which they did none of. It yeah. was originally supposed and, to and, be, and Sachi was sick. Yeah, Sachi was supposed to go originally, and then she got sick. She ended up going to the hospital, um, because she was so sick. And yeah, the, yeah you, so they uh, replaced in Japan, her with... in Japan. Yeah, you, you go, you got a fever, you go to the hospital, fever equals emergency room. Yeah, and then, um, which they replaced her with the worst character in the fucking show. His name Dion. Shion. Oh, Shion. I thought it was a Dion. Or, like, or, or, or Asuma. I don't know. But well, he's, he, he's the worst he, Inosuke. He's basically Inosuke. He's the worst character in the show. He's not as bad as fucking annoying ass fucking the girl from uh, from Komi. Right. Not as bad as her, but 
still a shitty character. But no, um, yeah, but, I mean, basically, it, it becomes an episode uh, kind of like it's a semi confessional episode where we see Hero and um, and uh, what's his face? Um, Nagi. Nagi get close. They get closer. They flirt a little bit more. Like, there's definitely some sort of, like, you know, there's feelings there. Sagawa like, definitely, definitely wants him. <laughs> yeah, Sagawa definitely is. And I hope, I hope, I hope it isn't. It's not going to be, though. It should be, though. It, you know what? At the, at, after the end of the reveal, it could be Sagawa. Right. And, yeah. Then we'll did get you see Sean? Did you see Sean's thing that he thinks that it's going to be Sachi? No, no, stop. No, he said that. Yeah, and his no, spoiler comment, no. he put, like he thinks it's going to be Sachi. No, <laughs> hell no. She has done nothing. Development <laughs> <laughs> is clearly Sagawa. It has to be Sagawa, right? Yeah, right. It's either her or Erica. <laughs> what if she went with? What if you went with Sachi? Where does that put the anime? Oh God, I'll give that a three. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but they, went, they went all the chromo. <laughs> they went full chromo. Well, they, yeah. I, I guess they went with Erica. Yeah, because apparently, for, so all right, you know what? Let's just skip to the fucking end. So basically, yeah, because nothing Erica go commando. <laughs> Yeah, so basically, fucking Erica tells Nagi like, "Hey, I'm Commando." They go to a convenience store, so she gets some pantsu. They go back to the shrine. They have a, a somewhat of a conversation about, um, you know, like I wish things could stay like this, like married. No, not really. Da da da. Like you know, their own little like flirting. Um, meanwhile, uh, Sagawa figures out that um, that Shion really likes uh, Erica okay. and wants to help him confess to her. Yeah. Um, and, but he's, she got, yeah but she's got because she has her own reasons for doing that and then um basically sachi like i said ends up going to the hospital nagi gets worried runs over to the hospital takes the last train over there um they end up breaking camp early and um the episode ends with um episode ends kind of interestingly um the father, yeah. erica's father comes over to the beach house and says oh, i just came to pick up this bomb i left huh and then we see the bomb is the picture that at the beginning of the previous episode, Erica puts down. So we see Erica poolside texting her father. Why did you put that picture there? And um, uh, Nagi comes out and he's frustrated because he feels like every time he gets closer with a woman, he gets embarrassed and he like comes up like on the short end of the stick. And so he's like, you said a while ago, he confronts Erica and he's like, listen, you said a while ago that you want to reach someone like your ultimate goal of this like whole thing is to reach someone. Who is that person? And Erica's like, have you prepared yourself? And he goes, yeah. And so that's where the teaser leaves off. Um, before that, though, as we see them like having that confirmation of the conversation that's about to take place, we see what the pictures entail because it's grayed out. Like at first, you don't see the picture at all. Then it's blanked out, like censored out. Yep. And then you see the picture, and it's the same picture that we see at the beginning of the core, um, where it's uh, what's it called? Where it's Eric? It's uh, what's it called Nagi's birth parents, and there's Nagi as a young child and Erica as a young child, and so. Um, as they said, it's the, the cuckoo egg, as the father said. And so it's quite weird because of that picture. So perhaps they were long lost childhood friends, maybe some some bout of amnesia, maybe amnesia. Somebody dro- got dropped on their head and forgot. Who knows? I don't know. Maybe it's some crazy scientific thing going on. That would be pretty cool. If it was like some scientific twist where they got like altered as children or something. But that probably won't happen. So, I mean, there's various places you can go with it, but it, it is quite odd. All we know is that Matt and I definitely want Sagawa to win. 
Exactly. Well, I don't like her hairstyle though. It grows. It grew on me. Then it's not doing much growing because it's still short. I mean, you're right. I'm <laughs> just saying, man. <sighs> so weird, but it's still interesting. Um, it's losing me though. Like before, like I would like, oh man, this is so hot. It's so hot. Like hot, like you know, it's a good anime, not hot like sexual, but like hot, yeah. like it's a really good anime. And like as the series has progressed, it's definitely faded some. For me. They they slowed down a little. They have, but but I hope, but I hope soon they'll pick back up because there's no they haven't delivered any major like this is the first episode i would say in a yeah while. like they're, they're really movies. toying they're really toying this cuckoo thing they're toying with the cuckoo thing and we're not getting any sort of satisfactory conclusion with the harem yeah because yeah, sachi is just still in the background <laughs> sachi's still in the background and it's weird because they're you know fucking brother and sister yeah, Erica, that was, yeah, it's just Erica and Sagawa. Erica took her turn where it's like, oh, like, you know, we want it to be Erica. And then Sagawa, this in the last couple of episodes, like, you know, it has to be Sagawa, you know, so. Yeah, we'll like it should be, yeah. Yeah. All right, right the girlfriend. Fucking Ruka. <laughs> I don't want to talk about this fucking show. You can talk about the show. <laughs> All right. Kazi's birthday. So what you call it? The grandmother calls, the Gmail calls. <laughs> Calls Kazuya, says, oh, yeah, we're doing your normal birthday thing. You want this? You want that? Is Chizuru coming? He's like, ah, shit. Uh, hold on. Let me. Yeah, so let's go with all. He talks to Chizuru. Says, oh, yeah, um, my grandmother. It's my birthday. And grandma. Yeah, Chizuru's fucking cold. If anytime she talks to Kazuya. Like, I like I I get it. But still, I guess I guess an asshole. He's a terrible person. Is this, is this how she talks to you? Like, is, is this how she talks to everyone? Mm-hmm. And just, uh, just puts on this uh, unresting bitch face. <laughs> Perma bitch face. Perma bitch face. We're at the next day. It's the birthday. Ruka, sorry, it's the midnight. Ruka calls Kazuya saying, happy birthday. Like, oh yeah, I know. They see like she was crying that she couldn't go to her birthday. Like, oh yeah, go to my family's house. It's nice. Oh yeah, is Chizuru going to be there? Ah, like, ah oh, shit. I said that out loud. <laughs> So Ruka hangs up the phone. We go to the morning. She's outside. It's like, oh yeah, I'm going with you to the thing. And I was like, oh no, this is gonna be a disaster. We go there. Uh, which call it? Chizuru tells Kasi that she's gonna be late because again, visiting the grandmother. I'll be there. Like, oh, she'll be there like eight, six o'clock. And then uh, what you call it? So Ruka uses opportunity to get close to the grandmother, gets close to the family. They're slowly starting to like her, but the grandma keeps talking about Chizuru. This pisses off Ruka's. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you find out Chizuru first, she couldn't make it because the grandma's not doing well. And mm-hmm. Ruka's like, oh, yeah, this is my chance. Uh-huh. And then Chizuru talks to the grandma, like, oh, yeah, by the way, I'm supposed to go to this party. They're like, oh, get up. I healed. I miraculously recovered. You get the fuck over there. <laughs> you go right now. <laughs> And then that happens. She comes over as she already overshadows Ruka, says hi to everyone, has a gift thing, wants to pay respects to the shrine because Ruka didn't do that. <laughs> Clean up the lipstick covered thing. All that's going on. Kazuya takes a step outside, well, in the hallway. He sees Ruka there. She pulls him in for a kiss. He's all flustered. Uh, did Shizuru get a phone call during this or was that in the preview? Mm, preview okay yeah but yeah preview is she gets the phone call she looks upset so i guess the grandma dies no i didn't yeah. see the preview. 
Yeah, like oh, but yeah, that was that. Damn. Yeah. And uh, I'm interested in that episode. Yeah. It's just so cringe. I know. It's, it's it's very fucking cringe. I dread. This is a show that I dread watching, but I'm committed to the cause and I watch it. Right. That's that's it, horrible. You shouldn't feel that way about an anime. And you know what sucks is I can't give it anything. I can't give it anything worse than a three. No, I think it's just gonna stay as a three. It just stays that it's a perma three. Yeah, pretty much. It's a perma three. All it right. would be better if Kazuya wasn't such a fucking putz. Yeah, that and more Sumi. Yes, we must. But you know, well, one episode. It's one episode a season. Did you see? Um, side note: While you were caught, I was like, "Oh wow, there was a fucking intense promo with Rollins and." Uh, I know. Oh god. Yeah, like, man. Take forty seconds. Yeah, I've been watching that. Let's take forty seconds. Let's do it right now. Include the audio in your back and forth. We are. Ha 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 ha. All right. Sorry, guys. For those who don't watch wrestling, we're going to listen to the reference for 40 seconds. Okay, you got it? Yeah, you got it. Is it Kate here for the thing? Yeah, I got it. Yeah, I'm still here. I'm talking about my family. I'm not talking about your family. Oh, wait, you ain't got one because your wife divorced you and took your kids and I don't want to see your bitch ass anymore, huh? Ooh. You heard me. Where are you, bitch? Where are you? I'm here. Come find me. Dude, you don't care. I'm not going to beat you up. I'm going to f*** you up, bro. What the f*** are you? Where are you? Come find me, Where are you? Dude, you don't care. I'm going to smash it. I can't wait. <laughs> they have interested in the feud now. Like fuck. That that's all sold. I was asked, do they have legit? Do they still have legit heat? I think so. Yeah. Again, personal creates good story. Like look at Shaw and Brett. This is good. Yeah. Good shit, pal. Good, good shit, pal. All right, let's move on. All right. I am move. Do we do we skip? Or are you waiting for a freaking uh, for uh, Harm and Labyrinth? Oh, I forgot all about. It. I was like, are we, we keep going past. I was like, are we? we just I forgot. Our, our Harm Labyrinth. Let's go to Harm Labyrinth. All right, it's just sex. Yeah, it basically is. Yeah, it's just sex. Uh, sex and him buying a house. Sex. He bought a house. He can now go in between the labyrinths. Yeah, he he cleared level two. Uh, yeah. What he, what, he, he bought sorry, a wand. He, he bought but, a wand. Yep, he got a wand. Um, basically, he didn't buy the house. He rented the house. There was some problems with like there's no water access or stuff like that. Yeah, but he can teleport wherever he needs to teleport. Yeah, he, he buys uh, furniture for the house, and he and pays he, and, and he fucks her one last time in the hotel, and then fucks her for the first time in the uh... yeah, doggy style. <laughs> it, they, that happened, <laughs> bro. The you know the fucking's pretty good too. Can't even lie. No, the fucking is good. <laughs> the fucking is great. I so like I, I told you before. I watched I watched the story on Crunchyroll for the plot, and then I watched the uncensored version specifically for the fuck scenes. I will specifically and I fast no, no, forward no, through it. I no, I've enjoyed that. This fucking the fucking not the episodes. The episodes, the episodes were okay. Bad. They're okay, but yeah, you definitely tuned for the for the fucking. That's, 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 what, that's what it was for the past two episodes. No, the other episode wasn't so... They didn't fuck as much last, the last episode before that. They still fucked. He still fucked. They, they were in the dungeon. They did the, they did their job with the assassination. I can only imagine this was like a real hentai with the stuff they would do with the tail. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, oh, no. He was rubbing that tail. He loves it. I, mean, I, I, see, I see it. I see I it. I do the princess my cat. I walk up behind my cat. I'm like, tail. But I'm not looking at it like I can't wait to put my dick in your ass like I like the other one, you know. Now let's go to Ayumu. righty. it was basically we're we're at the next school year. Uh, Ayumu and Urushi are in the same class. Cla- the class number, not class. Yes, yeah, so I mean like 
there's 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 still second third year, but class wise. And then we get a new girl, Rin, who will basically new IMU from Kendo Club. Keep talking, I'll be my Okay. Well yeah, basically Rin wants IMU to go go basically come back, go do Kendo Club. You're, that was what you're supposed to do, but no, not playing Shogi. Right. Like a plebeian. So basically, they have a kendo match. If, if Ayama wins, he can stay at a kendo club. But if she wins, then he has to go join kendo club. All that's going on, oh, we also got a flashback of how Ayamu met Urushi to get to play to play Shogi and all this. He was just cap- he just he just fell in love with her at first sight. Right. And it's like I were like, oh yeah, but he was joining kendo club. Like no, no, I'm joining this club. Fuck that. <laughs> And then uh, yeah, Urushi doesn't want doesn't want to lose him for uh, to Kendo Club, as they say. So she goes to find him. Turns out Ayumu won, and now she wa- and now Rin wants to join Shogi Club. And yeah, uh, she beats uh, Ayumu in the next episode, and she almost beats Urushi. And now she's like, "Teach me everything. All this, I will be your Erin girl." That was kind of silly. Yeah, the I was like, I'll be here, Aaron boy. Then Maki comes in. Oh yeah, I'm the best of Shogi Club. And then I made a ring want to go to her. Like, teach me everything. Teach What's me your move? I, I know the Maki special. Like, oh, oh, I do play it. Pray tell. <laughs> yeah, my cat did grow Yeah, okay. The, she's like, oh, she, cool for the distraction, but she doesn't fucking play. She doesn't know what the pieces do. <laughs> All that happened, Rin talks to Urushi again. It's like, so why hasn't Ayumu confessed to you? Oh, he's a coward as a man. All this shit. I'm going to give him a piece of my mind. I thought he was going to fuck me if we went to Kendo Club together. That probably would have happened. But no, she talks to him and you find out, yeah, it's got more. She, he wants to beat her in a fair game of Shogi before he confesses. Mm-hmm. So now she's determined to teach him everything, even though she just walked in. Mm-hmm. Like nobody's business, and eventually led to we go we, go, we skip a bit. Urushi has a official group picnic because they're official group now. After having one more member, yep. All's going on. Oh, it's cherry blossoms. Urushi's like, ah, well, let's play Shogi. And that was Maki's a very like, pretty scene. It was a very pretty scene, no doubt. Yeah, and then Maki's like, oh, we're not playing this shit. We're gonna enjoy the flowers. We're gonna enjoy the cherry blossoms. We're gonna eat. We're gonna have fun. We're gonna be friends. And then realizes, is. oh, Ayumu and uh, and Urushi should fucking be together. All right, let's play. Yeah, they're like, oh, let's all play Shogi. I'll show you the Maki special. I was like, what? The Maki? The Maki Maki special? Yeah. We dance too. And then, yeah, and then Urushi's talking to Ayumu, and she's like, talk about, yeah, you know, I kind of wish it was just you and me in club. Like, I'm glad we're officially the club because they joined, but I kind of wish it was just us. <laughs> and you think, like, she's going to kiss him or hug him? Nope. Yeah, nope. Flower petal. Yeah. Like, ah. <laughs> This is another one for me, dude. That's kind of like fading, you know. I'm like, it's okay. It, it's it, it's solid, but it's nothing great. You know, I don't know if it's gonna make my top ten. Oh no, it definitely won't. It's not gonna make my top ten, right? Or probably not even my mentions. Let me make sure. Let me count the ones that are definitely gonna be there. One, two, three, four, five. Six. I do. I do have ten that are gonna make it, and but and one from previous season. So Seven. yeah. I have seven guarantees, so I'll have to rearrange the rest of them as I see. But I definitely have seven of my top ten guaranteed. All right, anyway, yeah, 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 I got yeah, I got nine for the new season and one for the previous season. That's gonna be guaranteed top ten. That's the order. We don't know yet. Depends on how they end. I mean, no, I'm pretty clear what my number one is. 
it's kind of it's not it's not a really a, a competition right now, dude. I'm sorry. Oh, the one we're gonna close with, right? I'm sorry. Yeah, it, it probably is. Honestly, it's 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 clear cut. This clear at the, cut at this point at this stage of the game, probably it's just honestly. another level because it's like literally like they were. Well, 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 well let's get all to, let's the get shows to similar, and then just that this week, and then over the last two or three weeks, it's masterpiece. It's gone up, yep. to the, the an, a unheard of level. Anyway, let's, right. well, let's move on. Uh, stepmom's daughter is my ex. The focus was, yeah, it was uh, Isana. I like her. I oh, I love her compared to the other two. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But yeah, uh, basically the first part is basically uh, Minami trying to put her nose in nobody's business. Says, "Oh, you like me too, right?" Like, well, yeah, but yeah, you know, I was. It's odd because she basically talked her into liking him. And then she yeah, yeah, found yes, her yes, genuine yes, feeling. Yes, she was just content just being friends. Like, they liked what they had. But she made her realize that, like, no, like, you like him more. You're right. I do like him more. Yeah, like, but still, mean to me, back the fuck up. I mean, it's a good and bad thing. I, I, I don't know if she's trying to make Yume jealous, because if she thinks she knows, like, she knows Yume likes her. Yeah, maybe. Let's see, but yeah, they oh, you gotta use your assets, you gotta use those big tits, <laughs> the G cups, yeah, like you gotta rub them against his arms. What is a G cup in Japanese? I think it's like a, 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 a normal high school <laughs> for real, right? G Japanese G cup to American, Probably like a D, less, mm. less precise and universal to them. Mm. A bra sizes.com. No, what is this? Sizeguide.net. Bra size chart. Oh, yeah. All that's going on. They're trying to give Isana confidence. She mm. knows what they tell him to do. But then Yumi's like, they're like, wait, why are we? A triple we... D. Okay. Yeah. A G cup in Japan is a triple D in America. Gotcha. But uh, Yumi's like, wait, why are we making Isana go for Mizuno when I like Mizuno? Why are you doing this? <laughs> mm hmm. But later on, she eventually says, "I know what, it's fine. Go ahead." And then Isana talks to Mizuno. She talks about her feelings, mm-hmm. and Mizuno says, "I'm gonna have to turn you down." Like you'd and, be the perfect girlfriend, but I already have someone that I feel like that in my yeah, heart. And, and that was and, raw. That yeah, was it's raw. like, and I guess like, yeah, and I actually do feel bad that I ruined that. It's so That's wild. It. Like that was the best episode by far of the series for sure when that dropped because like you see that confession. And you see Yume is the one that's crying. Not yeah. not uh Isana. Isana's like hurt, but not like really. But she under- but she understood. She understood and she was prepared for that outcome anyway. But, but yeah, all, Yume... all she all she wanted was to still be friends with him. And yeah. Mizuno said, Yeah, definitely cool. Yeah, and it's crazy because you see Yume like realize like I'm the reason why she he's gonna lose out on this really great girl. Because yeah, he, like he wants he... to be with like a, a fucking girl like me. Yeah. A degenerate heathen. Yep, heathen. <sighs> heathen. Yeah, I, I, I guess. Uh, yeah, I guess from the ED, basically he just turned her down because I get. I don't know. Does her appearance or does her personality back then? So we learned that at the end of this episode, this last episode. If we want to skip ahead, I can kind of give yeah, you we, yeah a guidance. Basically, at the end of this next episode, um, he realizes that in a way he's kind of like scarred because of the fact that the the way that he and isana are is the same exact way that he and yume were and yeah. he thinks to himself like if yume and i never dated would we be the same as isana and i 
um and he thinks of like everything that goes on between them and he's like no matter what like you may nor i can't be like isana and like that bounce back you know like yeah. understanding and kind and but hurt because you're you know she's a female and you know she got rejected but you know able to you know kind of move forward and press on because that's her nature she's innocent she's not as like as cerebral about things she doesn't get in her head as much um they she realizes like he can't he can't replicate that she can't replicate that and so guys stop it cats are fighting um and so that's basically that i mean in terms of the rest of the episode basically um the episode starts off with uh with isana telling um telling uh Mizuto, like, hey, um, I want to peruse your collection. I'm gonna come over. Okay, and then yeah, he's like, wait. yeah, and then we're, and then she was starting to flirt. She's starting <laughs> to flirt. She's like, she's like, wait, I think you're definitely talking about something else. She's like, don't worry, I'll release all my sexual frustration before I come to your house. As, as she was rubbing her breast on his arm again, like, no, I'm sorry, sorry, don't, don't, don't. don't, don't. And he's like, I'm really considering this friendship. Like, okay, Just, like, like, bro, there you go. is Mizuto like? I was like, where, where did this confidence come from after being rejected? <laughs> Yeah, for real, right? Well, she didn't like, give a fuck. She's got nothing to lose. Now. I know, I know. It was like, oh yeah, I got rejected. So who cares what I do now? <laughs> yeah, basically, like, yeah. Fuck. But, but then we learn, as Matt alluded to earlier, basically. So he goes to the house, but before that, they the girls have a, a dress up, and we get a little backstory in terms of why Yume dresses up the way she does, and basically, it's because of Mizuto. She kept seeking Mizuto's approval, kept seeking Mizuto's approval, and though Mizuto yeah. loves, we find out as we find out earlier in the season, he loves short skirts. But he, he gets embarrassed because, you know, it's like a sexual weakness, basically. And was like, can you not wear short skirts in public? So now Yume is very conservative, but cute, wears long, flowy shirts, shirts and skirts and things of that nature. Um, but when they can't find anything for Isana because Isana is so voluptuous, everything looks super sexual when she wears it and poses. You know, they're like, all right, let's switch styles. Why don't you wear something tight and skimpy? You know, not sexual, but not you know, but skimpy, and uh, yeah, so Isana can wear the, the, the yeah, loose so, and flowy. Yeah, that she combined two of the outfits, and so yeah. she wears white skinny jeans, and she looks really good in the outfit. They definitely draw her really nice, um, and she's she finds her own confidence in that, and Isana finds her own confidence in a new style, which is basically Yume's style. So that was nice. Anyway, so she goes to the house, and Yume's there because she doesn't trust her brother because there's a girl. The parents are like, "What the fuck? There's a girl, yeah. another girl in the house. Uh, what's going on?" But um, basically, we see um, just them having their normal conversations, their normal interactions, very flirty. You know, so, some could be perceived. Yeah, and then Yumi's like, like, is this normal for you, too? And then Mizuto's you like, guys are already dating, aren't you? Like, no, it's just it's normal. It's like, this is how we are. It's like, oh, yeah. It's like, oh, I'm, I'm, like, I'm sore. It's like, yeah, give me a massage. Like, put my socks on. And so you like, why? Try- it's like, why? Because my boobs are too big. So, yeah. You and but, she's like, she starts rolling all over his bed and fucking. He's, uh, uh, he's like, can you not rub your scent all over my bed? Like, all right. And so, what's it called? Yume gets a little jealous, and then Yume wants to like feel what it's like to be pampered. So she takes off her socks and tells me to put my socks on, put my socks on, hurry up. And so he's like, ah, fine. So he puts the socks on and he does it like like he normally does, but because he's overthinking a little bit because it's Yume, he touches her thigh and she goes, ah. She starts fucking moaning and she's like, you pretend you never heard that. That I made me chuckle when I heard that. But um but we with, find out 
basically um, Yume and Isana have a personal conversation and we find out that, you know, Isana still, and she mentions it to, to Mizuto later, but we find out that, you know, she still is a little upset, not so much upset that she got rejected because she really, really wanted him, but that now that she knows, yeah, now that she knows that there's someone else in his heart that fulfills the role that she was aiming for, she doesn't want to fall victim to him forgetting about her in general um, because she values their friendship. He's her yeah. only friend. And, you know, he she gets really scared that she's going to lose him. And it's very touching, I guess, from that standpoint. Yeah. And um, Yuma is like, in, in a sincere way, she's like, well, we're not friends. Like, I thought we were friends. Like, oh, yeah, we are. And it helps her get over, you know, some of that as they have that conversation. And then Yuma and, like I said, during this interaction, Yuma and um Mizuto have that interaction with the um what are you doing cat he's gonna lunge anyway um with uh with each other and then um uh Isana calls them down like hey I need help and so they run down and they basically see uh their parents questioning Isana like oh are you Mizuto's girlfriend no uh he rejected me like he's my ex like what they they basically had to rescue her and then that's where we get the interaction that I mentioned at the end where they have this like realization that, you know, Isana is, you know, her own thing. But these last couple episodes as a whole have been really good um, for uh, for uh, what's it called? Girlfriend, stepmom. Yeah. It might not be top 10, but I feel that would be an honorable mention. <sighs> I don't know. Maybe we'll see. I guess I, I think it'll definitely fit somewhere. Hmm. I mean, I've, I'm excluding Boruto. I've got 16 shows, so I got to get rid of six, right? Four, eight, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to get, 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 get rid of three, actually. Three. Cause... Yeah, I got to get rid of like five. <laughs> I got to get rid of five. You got to get rid of sorry, five. Yeah. I got to get rid of three. I don't know, man. Um, oh, let me. Hold on, let me. See. One, two, four. I'm gonna start rearranging. I'm gonna start arranging. Five, I think I'm gonna start arranging. Seven. These. I think tonight before I go to bed, I'm gonna start arranging my my top. Yeah, eight aren't gonna make it, but five of them are gonna be cut from the matches. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, you have more than I do this season. Yeah. Well, now I do. We yeah, because you because you dropped one. Yeah. Um, are you still watching the one that I dropped? Teppin. No, the other one. Uh, made I hired. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll keep going. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh yeah, Over- you, that was the first thing you started. I completely yeah. forgot. That's how, like, yeah. oh, all right, Overlord, moving. I'm moving on. Oh, you're moving on to Overlord. Yeah. I'm like, you're gonna drop Overlord? What? No, 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 no. <laughs> what? No, no, no. I'm woken up, Matt. What did you just say? <laughs> no, um, before no, if, we move if, on, if, um, if it was like Overlord two, I would have dropped it. <laughs> oh my god! Before we move on, um, uh, fuck. What was I just gonna ask? I completely forgot what the fuck I was gonna ask. <laughs> Matt has shitty memory now. Son of a bitch. All right, whatever. I'm sorry. Right. Go, go ahead, buddy. All right, let's go. Yeah. All right, Overlord. Uh, yeah, this is still good. I just it's the, it's not Overlord free. No. That's that's still the best one. For sure. But yeah, uh, first we get dragons. Like we're finally getting dragons into the mix because I would you know, what what are, what are those creatures called again? What? The wolf furry looking things. Uh, Quagu. 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 Yeah. Yeah, basically the the captain that says, "Oh yeah, we got they had these powerful guys. We're fucked." Mm-hmm. He goes to he goes to the dragon. Says, "Oh yeah, um, can can you take care of this for us? Can you take care of the dwarves?" So like, yeah, for all this money mm-hmm. that you don't have. 
Mm-hmm. So are you like all right? Fine, we'll be right back. So are you gonna go yourself? No, send my send my fucking loser son. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and the loser son is fine answers. The loser son is adorable. I can't even lie. He is. Yeah, uh, I forget what was his name. I forget his name. Yeah, but the the dragon son. He goes like, all right, I'm gonna like I'm not gonna fight. I'm just gonna test out their strength. That's all I had to do. That was funny when he <laughs> when his father's like, I have a job for you. You must slay these undead. Eek. <laughs> yep. Pretty much. <laughs> he does uh, say eek. No. Yeah. Yeah, he sees a uh, Shaltier and um, what's that elf's name? Lily? Mara? No, the other one. Aura. Mm. Aura. Uh, sorry. Aura. Yes, yeah, he sees her like, ah, oh, shit, they're strong. Then he sees everyone else immediately surrenders <laughs> and pisses himself in the process. Yes. It's like, no, but he was an excited piss. And then Shaltier's like, should we do that for you too? And then <laughs> his little glowing grief is like, don't do that. Don't no. do that. Uh, it's like the unlocked Einzel goes piss fetish. It's like, please do not do this. <laughs> so he goes there, he kills the dragon, he kills the dragon dad. He immediately heart grasps dead. Yep. Like, All right, he, only, he, almost did it to the, he almost did it to the cute dragon too. And he's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Piss. Gives off, gives up right away. <laughs> he knew, bro. So he's like, All right, this is the spare my mom. Okay, which one's your mom? They all are. Isn't that like an insta kill? Like when you really think about, it, he's like, "Oh, we're gonna prove your yeah. loyalty." Like it's a fucking insta kill. Like what are you doing? Do you heart grasp somebody? And you can't fucking squeeze their heart. Who is that? That's kind of isn't that kind of silly? Like when you really think about, it, can't he just heart grab everybody? Yeah, he he kind of one shot killed that uh, hero guy. Yeah, like and yeah, he uh, I thought it was be like a big duel. All this just insta kill. Like you know, like let me see that story. Yeah, it's a great story. If you know how to use it, you can kill me. You know My, how to use it? No, yeah, it's never like, done. Because he heart grasped um what's his face? The um the 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 guy earlier in the season, yeah. the the fucking warrior god. Yeah. Yeah, he heart grasped him at the after they are on board, heart grasp. And he insta kill. It's like what what what's the point? Just heart grasp, heart grasp, heart grasp, heart grasp, heart grasp. It's like Shaltz here with her fucking battling where she cut up like fifty thousand yeah. fucking Quagola. Yeah, we'll get we'll get to that in a second. Yeah. As you're talking about this, dude, uh, Seth Rollins. Yeah, yes, Seth Rollins. Yeah, but uh, yeah, now we go to uh, shouts here, seeing the Quaggles. Like, oh yeah, I need you all to surrender right now. It's like, what? Uh, what if we do that? I'm gonna kill all of you until there's ten thousand left, and then you'll surrender. It's like, kill yes, and <laughs> the people start dying, and it's literally like throwing chickens inside of a shredder. Yeah, literally, this blood and death and gore and pieces of fucking fur dog everywhere. It was good shit. It is. It was good shit. I was like, wow, this is really fucking graphic, but I dig it. Yeah. But yeah, uh, what was the next one? Um, There was a meeting. Right, there was a meeting. Oh, the, the yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I always been... laugh. I always laugh when you see these meetings and it's like, Einzel Ogle, here's fucking shit he did. Like, oh, I was, yes, I was thinking that. And said, like, I didn't think about that at all. Yeah, you're trying to make them explain it, but they don't for him. <laughs> Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. He's like, wait, you out. don't mean you did this the whole time. He's like, oh, yeah, I did. Yeah, Just tell like, them. He's like, oh, you know the plan, right? Yes. I'm, so since you know the plan, go ahead and let everybody else know what the plan is since you understand what my logic is. Oh, of course, I Ogo Sama. And he yeah. starts to go, go with the plan. Like, oh, yeah, good shit. Yeah, good shit, pal. He's like, what did they talk about this? <laughs> I know, right? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Oh, it's like, oh man! Like, do they even need him at this point? <laughs> you know, we did. We, we never saw what this guy looked like in real life, right? From no, season one, we didn't. I would know. love to see what he looks like in real life to hear the voice. The master. Well, he's, well, he's a junior. Well, he was in junior high, so was he? 
Yeah. Oh, I thought he was an adult. Yeah. No, he's in middle school. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, uh, yeah. He he was friends with people of all ages, but he was in, no, he was in middle school. Oh shit! Right, the most powerful undead guy is like is a junior high student. He's fourteen. What the fuck? Yeah, right. That kind of yeah. kills it. That kind of kills it a little bit. It really does. I'm thinking like he's like a grown ass dude in college or something, dude. No, no, no. Or he's so like he, a senior he, high school. He was a teammate for college. What the fuck? Right, but yeah, basically. All right, but anyway. Uh, someone uh, destroyed the cart that has supplies in it. Someone took all the stuff, so they was trying to figure out what to do. They thought it was the other kingdom. And now they're pissed. They're pissed at them. It's like, oh, it was a noble. Someone's gonna die, basically. And they're like, oh no, do we do we give up a noble? They're like, no, no. <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh, we're well, not, we can be a, a vassal state. Nope, that's the one thing we're never gonna be as a vassal Yeah, exactly. State. And then eventually Albedo goes there. And that's where the episode ends. Well, first the king's like, could you could you offer up my head instead? We know who did it. We yeah. have the guy, but can you kill me instead? Yeah. Like he doesn't want to like like what the fuck guy? Yeah, I mean, you know, we did that and we skipped the plan basically where they capture the 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 I guess the assistants who are there and then they basically charm her. She's like, Oh, Einzel go, he's magnificent, he's benevolent. We must, you know, we must protect him at all costs and we must obey him and blah 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 blah. Um, they charmed him into that, and then that's where we hear about the plan. Like, oh, we should just slaughter them all. Yeah, slaughter them all. Yeah, we should kill them all. And, and fucking Einzel going his head. He's like, no, what? Yeah, it's like that's not that's not what I want right now. No, no. It's like, guys, stop. No. Wait, Stuart. A little bit. I mean, internally, that's what the fuck he's, he's like, though. <laughs> right. But no. So um. Yeah, but like you said, as a whole, this is a solid series. It's not as good as season one or season three. Definitely would be the third place season for me. Shall we move on? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't want to. I don't want to give it a rating yet, but it's like I'm pretty confident in the rating I'm going to give it. I'm like I'm between three and a half and four. It's gonna right now for me. It's not going to be no more than a four. I think it might stay at a four. Right, moving on. Uh, let's talk about five stars now, buddy. Which one? Uh, let's start with Call of the Night. Call the night. Yes, we got more characters. We got more vampires. Yes. I'm happy. Finally. Yes. More cuketes. Cabra, Seri, Midori, Nico. They're all hot. Yes. Yes. I'm going to bang them all and they can kill me. Yeah, Seri starts to seize code, wants to suck his blood, and Nazareth is like, oh, hell no. Yeah, and she cuts her hand. She cuts her arm. Arm off, and then fucking the the girl grabs the arm and is like, "Oh, what do you mean?" And yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they revealed that she's a vampire and all this shit. Right. Uh, one of the other girls, uh, was it? Was yeah, it was Cabra. She takes she takes Ko. She's like, I'm she, coming with you. Coming, you're coming with me. Boom. Sorry, it was uh, Hatsuka. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't know them. The other vampire girls that go to Nico's place. I guess Nico's the main one, and it's a nice ass place. Right, it's yeah, it's like, it's like fancy lounge area. It's a fucking rooftop lounge, dude. Like, okay. I, all right, I can fuck with this. <laughs> I fuck with it. I fucks with it. I fuck yeah, with it. Yeah, now they're all debating on which one of them should turn Ko to a vampire. You want me? No, you want me? No, you. And it's funny. Oh. They're like, oh, that's her famous strategy. Yeah, no, they're all, they're all, strategy. they're all trying their famous strategies, but he's Cole not interested like, in any of them. Yeah, he's like, I just love Nazana. Like, why, that... why do you love Nazana? Just you know, it's cool. She just said, "I'll fall in love with her whenever." That's okay. 
Yeah, and then Nazuna eventually gets there. She got there the first time. Like, she was in policy, talked about love, and she just falls down. <laughs> they're like, oh, don't tell me you're still shy. Yep, she's still shy. And he's t- there's a co-host talking about, I'll, I don't care a lot if it takes years and all this. Like, yeah. About If that. you don't turn into a vampire in a, a year, year, you'll they, never be. They first started sucking the blood. Yeah, yeah, you'll never be a vampire if you don't do it in a year, bro. Also, we'll kill you. <laughs> and we're going to kill you. Well, sorry, that was implied. I think, you know what I think is going to happen? I think that something or someone is going to go after the vampires and Ko is going to save them and he's going to realize, like, no, I don't want to be a vampire and he's going to go be with the other girl. Right. Which I hope that's the case. But, yeah, all that happened and he yells at us, like, why didn't you tell me? Like, I just... It's like, how do you forget that? And so the the, ep- the next episode starts, and then so now he feels the pressure, like, oh fuck, I gotta they're gonna kill yeah. me, I gotta fall in love with her. Like, what do I gotta do? So she 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 he speaks to um what was the, the blonde vampire? The blonde one? Uh that was Sari. Sari. So she speaks to Sari and was like, Oh, I need to make her fall in love with me. What should I do? And so Sari gives like, her like, oh, oh, like take her on a day, like yeah, gives her like a foolproof plan of like make to get a woman to fuck you, basically, right? And it's all perfect. It, it would work in real but, life, but it's not for but, her. But it's not for Nazana. Yeah, it's like, is this a rom com? Yeah, I'm leaving. <laughs> yeah, she hates it. She hates she hates romance like a lot, and it's like, and it's so, like this is and it's like this isn't yours. This like, this whole thing. No, yeah, they're like, nope, it's Sarah's. Like, all right, I'm going home. And so Ko goes home, and he's like tossing and turning. He can't go to sleep. He's pissed off. And then fucking Nazana's like, I'm hungry. Well, yeah, I guess we can go on a date. So she goes and goes to his house and picks him up and was like, hey, let's go get some food. We'll do this last part, right? Famous rooftop, whatever the fuck. And, yeah, uh, and then they're like basically flying in the air. It's like, it's like, like, what's a date, really? It's like, you're having fun, right? Yeah, like we go on dates all the time. Yeah, pretty much. Which is true. And then we get the introduction of another character, another friend. Uh, the, what's that guy's name? Uh um, but it's, it's in middle school. Uh, Akira is talking to. Let me find the Seki, the blonde, the blonde guy. Yeah, he... Mahiru, Mahiru Seki. Oh, interesting list. Yeah, uh, Seki. Who the fuck is Nico? It's oh, a character we haven't seen yet. Nico, the redhead. I don't know. Have we? Yeah, Nico is the redhead vampire. Oh, they include her. Sari, I understand. They include her, but really? Oh, another yeah. thing. I love Shirakawa. Yeah. I like Shirakawa a lot. Yeah. I wish she I wish she was like a cougar. That'd be cool. That's the one that was like dark and stressed out, right? Yeah, and started crying. I yeah. felt I, that, that hurt. I was like, man, and that's that's such a symbol that's such a symbol of real life Japan, dude. Oh yeah, no. No, they yeah, they don't pull back on that. But yeah, Akira is talking to Saki. He's like, Can you please convince him to come to school? She mm-hmm. really wants him to come to school. Come suffer with me. Yes, jump off the roof. Okay, right, climb the fence, jump off the roof. That's <laughs> yeah, so fucked like, up. I didn't realize. Like, I, I realized it, but I didn't realize it until like we confirmed. Like, oh yeah, all schools in Japan have fucking fences so they don't commit suicide. Like, oh no, much. it's like the fucking the nets in the fucking factories in China, so people don't commit suicide at work. You got suicide yeah. nets. That's wild. Yeah, I guess, but yeah, all that's going on. Uh, what you call it? Uh, Saki is hanging out with Ko. Then Ko's talking about. Like what he's been doing is talk about with Nezana and how he's happy, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all this shit. And then Zeki's like, "You want him to go to school, <laughs> right?" It's like, "What the fuck?" It's like, no, he's fine. He's happy. 
he doesn't need school to be happy. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's also been going out late at night seeing a girl. Yeah. Yeah. Older name, girl. She the what? It's an older girl. She does not introduce. Oh, yeah. But no, yeah. He's been going out. See, people are happy. You only school people. For real. And he ditches his group to go talk to fucking Tako. They have a nice conversation. They get a reaffirmation that they're friends. And yeah. he basically has like a, a friend that he can look up to. Like, oh, this is, you know, what you should aspire to be, kind of sort of, but not really. Um, so that's cool. Um, something tells me he's fucking with a vampire too. Yeah, may not be. I don't know, but you never know. You never know. No, but this is super solid. I'm definitely enjoying it very much. Um, funny. This is another one that I, it's already for me at a four level. I'm waiting for it to see if it gets any higher. All right, we got three more. I know it's power through Eng- this baby. Engage kiss. A lot of people didn't like this episode. I feel what. I know Sean was like all disappointed by the episode, and I'm like, this is really good. I think he said it was too much at once. I think that was his issue. Maybe I liked, like, I mean, you know, they did. It feels like they blew their wad a little bit, right? The, they did, no, but man, fucking poor Miles. Yeah, not really. No, but it's like at the same time, it's like, fuck. <laughs> I feel, you know, what I feel sorry for, I feel sorry for fucking Shoe's dad. Yeah, that's who, feel, that's who I feel sorry for. We'll get into it. Go ahead and get into it. Uh, basically, uh, well, we have to talk about the previous episode because it ties into it. Mm, yeah, yeah. Uh, basically, the, the the cops are there at Shu's house. They're talking about like a list of suspects. Kasara's like, I know who did it. He, immediately, she saw Ayano's name. He's like, it's her. Yep. To kill, like, we have to kill her right now. As it's soon like, as Ayano walks in the door, like, hey, yeah. there's some random car out there. We need to kill Ayano. But it's like, what? It's like, what? No, but why? It's like, no, I see her name. She's totally evil, but I love her. That's why we got to kill her. <laughs> and then she comes in. It's like, all right. I like, like who's more important? A legal person or a high schooler? Hmm, ripe or, or expired? Well, I'm saying ripe. I'm done. <laughs> He's a fucking ripe. Ripe or expired. Semi expired. Right. Oh, my God. It's like, make your choice, shoot. And I was like, all right, no, shut up. Let the, let the adults talk. <laughs> Go back to cutting your onions. All's going on. I was like, no, it's not me. It's not my mother. And then, I would you call it? Tetsuya, Miles, they go to their thing. Tetsuya's dead! Yeah, so basically, he finds out, and he narrows down the suspects, and he's like, oh, I know who it is. Runs out. We see our, um, what's it called? Uh, uh, what's his name? The uh, Our informants. Um, basically at the scene more or less and so they get there um, the detective leaves a message on Shu's phone but Shu and Kisara get there they see the detective has been shot to death and they don't know who it is but they see the informant they manage to corner the informant and the informant is Mikhail yeah so he turns out yeah he's not this pretty boy narcissist in high school he's a pretty boy narcissist leader of the whole police well, the and demon, to, it, well, well, the the investigation team, the demon investigation team, yeah. It's like what? <laughs> yeah, that, that, that was, was funny. I was wondering about it too because we only saw him that one episode. He was in the OP. I was like, where is he? And then we find out where he, he is. Like, up oh. a couple episodes, a couple episodes, but yeah, he doesn't show up a lot. And then you find out, oh, he's the fucking head of the the fucking uh, the department. Yeah, fuck. And so he's like, nope, you know, I've been, you know, this is my secret identity, da 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 da, whatever. I've been you for a while. Yep. And so basically they show them, um, he brings them over to City Hall. They go to like the secret basement and he shows that he's been spying on everyone. Everyone. Every camera, every street. In the entire city. 
Which I heard I think is illegal. You can't do that. Like you can't have like yeah. constant surveillance like that. I'm sure they do. I'm sure they do somewhere, but I heard it's like super like illegal or some yeah. shit. But in any case, yeah, he's got constant surveillance. And so he's like, you know, why don't we try and find the, the killer through surveillance? And so he basically has a team that's pouring through all like all this footage, all this footage. And basically Shu manages to pinpoint something while he's talking to Ayano and was like, go back, go back, go back. And he sees something. He's like, holy shit, I know who it is. So we fast forward to the end of the episode and they basically go to the detective funeral. Um, the detective's funeral, everyone's there. Everything's all good. And Miles was like, hey, um, come on, let's go. To, let's go get food. OK, so he jumps in the car with, with, with Miles. They start driving. Miles is talking about all the stuff. And then she was like, yeah. So um, is that why you killed him? Why did you kill the detective? And his, arm started, his arm started glowing and his arm starts glowing. And so we get um, the payoff to that revelation in the last episode. The payoff is basically we find out the history of Miles. We find out basically his daughter had like a kidney disease and was super sick. And he ended up making, a, in order to save his daughter, ended up making a contract with the devil. Or not devil, I'm sorry, with the demon. With like the called Amadeus, the head demon. Yeah. And we basically see him work for the head demon and we also see when he meets Shu originally he meets Shu and the family um works with them it sees Iono's mom which whose name I'm forgetting um Iono's mom they all were family friends you see Iono and Shu were family it, friends yeah I say it's, it's cute even when they were younger she still like wanted to hold up coddle onto him yeah 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 it's fucking cute so um so we see that meanwhile they have no idea what's going on so during the night of the incident where Shu's family dies um Ayano's mom is like taking control of like a patrol rather of the uh, of the area that they're in in like the cave or the the drill yeah. site and Miles shows up and Miles keep in mind recused himself from the case because of his sick daughter and so she goes over to the thing and they're like aren't you supposed to be with your sick daughter and he's like well there's nothing I can do anyway at this stage so it's fine go get something to eat and he basically forces her go go leave leave go somewhere and so he shows up and we already see the deed has been done by this stage in Miles's memory where um, we see that Amadeus is Shu's mother. Yeah, Amadeus is Shu's mother, like, and wow. his mother killed the father, ki- abducted the sister, and Miles. He was gonna kill Shu, and Miles is like, "Don't kill Shu. Like this wasn't part of the deal. Like let the boy live, you know." And so he basically saves Shu. The giant explosion happens, and he saves Shu. Everyone's supposedly yeah. dead, quote unquote. Nobody yep. knows anything. They're all dead. And that's that. He basically raises Shu and he's having a drink one day as he's watching Shu and his daughter. His daughter miraculously recovers after surgery. Things are well. He's watching Shu and his daughter play around in the yard. And yep. then his wife gives Miles a paper. And the, Miles reads the paper and it's writing from himself from the past saying, you know, I, I, Amadeus like basically lives in your subconscious. So he basically became. Amadeus in a way um, and so we flash forward to the present where we see the battle going on between everybody that's there triple A um, oh and, we're also forgetting another, another big reveal as this fight be, first happens where uh, Miles turns into um, into the, the demon. demon into the demon starts fighting Kisara um, well starts fighting triple A and they're unsuccessful while this is happening Iona's mom is next to the, the head of the police and the head of the police gets to speak to Mikhail 
and they start going back and forth, back and forth. And basically, um, there was a plot where like, yo, don't let Shu win. Don't let AAA win. Um, make sure anybody else like wins with like the cheapest bid and we'll compensate them with a lot more later on, no matter the price. And so they catch wind of that. AAA wins with a fucking with a score of a dollar. And they send Shu basically to initiate the whole thing. And the guy's like, oh, how could you do this? How could you win? Da, da, da. And so Ayano's mom reveals the plot to him and basically corners Mikhail. And it was like, listen, like in his moment where he's about to confront the person who's responsible for his parents' like disappearance or death, like yeah. you weren't planning to fucking save him or help him. You were planning to get rid of him. You were planning to get rid of everybody. So that way, none of this, none of these secrets would happen. As a matter of fact, I'm willing to bet that his family is still alive and you know where they're at and you don't want Miles telling them where they're at. Yeah. And big reveal. He ends up hanging up. He tries to, he stutters, tries to play it off. And Ayano's mom keeps but going. He knows that, yeah, like, yeah. Mom. So there's a strong possibility now that Shu's family is still alive throughout everything that he put himself. Well, probably just not the, yeah, I think just the dad's dead. The mother and daughter are still alive. Probably. Yeah. And so, um, as this is happening, like I said, shoe battles and uh, basically he's, he's extremely hurt by everything that's happening. And he tells Kisara, like, listen, I need you to extract his memories. And Kisara's like, yeah, he'll die if I do that. And he's like, well, that's fine. Then, you know, we'll do what we have to do. And then and take then, my memories and take my memories of him out of me. <laughs> yeah. And they were like, oh, like, you know, it doesn't matter. Like, she's like, oh, she would like Kisara would like didn't want that. Like he was, you know, upset. Like she knows something. But she and so. Shu forces himself on Kisara and kisses yeah. her to suck the memories also, out. Also, what's going on? Again, the nun is helping out Ayana. And he's like, yeah. you find out what happened. Shu let her go. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, there's two conditions. One, what was what were the conditions? Don't remember. But uh, one of them, he basically slipped a key in her fucking tongue. Yeah. Gangster. And one is let me out, and two was something else. <laughs> Some other shit. But anyway, so she's out. That's that. And the fight's happening. She sucked the memories out of uh, out of Shu to get the power. They go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And eventually, Miles goes past Kisara and tells Kisara, please take care of Shu. Goes after Shu. Shu, who doesn't have his memories of Miles anymore, says, die, demon. He pulls out a fucking demon-killing bullet. Yeah. Shoots Miles in the face. And he says, I'm sorry. We get, get that momentarily. Yeah. So basically, uh, Kisara takes the body, sucks out the memories. And then um, Shu was like, hey, did you get anything like worthwhile from him? And they're like, he said, sorry. And he's like, what? What do you mean? He says, sorry. And then you see the flash to the moment where you see Miles like, ah, and he's like, I'm sorry. Like with tears in his eyes, knowing yeah. he's going to die to Shu. And he's like, I'm sorry. And Shu kills him. And there's like a very somber realization with Shu where he gets that memory back. Yeah. And he begins to cry. And everyone around him is just somber and, you know, sad at what's happening as they see Shu just, you know, just lost his foster parent, his foster father, basically, over this yeah. whole ordeal. And that's how the episode ends. It was really good. Uh, these are nice two sets of episodes. For sure. For sure. For sure. This is ranging around four and a half for me right now, dude. Right now it's still four. So we'll see. It's solid four. No yeah. doubt. Solid, solid four. All right. Now. Lycoris recoil. Co-main event of the What evening. the fuck? Bro. Mm-mm. Where do I begin? <laughs> so we find out what the nurse did to uh, Chisato. 
Well, well, well. First, we we, we go a little bit. Well, we didn't talk about the last episode, but, but mm -hmm. actually, it's not that important because basically, the cafe losing money. Yeah. So and... uh, Takina takes over, creates a shit parfait that becomes really popular on the, on the net because of the fact it looks yeah, like shit. And then Majima was talking to Shisano. Yeah. Like 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 oh yeah I I know I knew I recognize you from. Yeah, and like so from we the, find from the yeah, tower. and we find out basically that that uh. Majima is an island kid just like um just like Chisato, but doesn't reveal what his mission is and wants to find out what Chisato's mission is. And Shisato is just like, I'm just, you know, I'm here to, to bring hope. And they're like, through death, and they're like, just I'm here to bring hope. And so that's that. We end, she ends up getting she, abducted. Oh. Yeah, she eventually goes to her physical, she gets drugged. Yep, goes to and sleep. They're, they're after her artificial heart. And the episode, yeah, the episode ends with them shocking her heart. So when it's over. Uh, Takina finds everything. She manages to go over to the to the hospital, finds them, starts shooting. The nurse gets away, but before that, um, or after that, rather, they test. Uh, they test. Uh, what's it called? Uh, Chisato. She wakes up. They're like, "What happened?" They're like, "So the lady sent a like she over, she overcharged the heart. She overcharged the heart, fried the system, fried the memory, so we can't get in there and we can't recharge the heart." And they're like, oh, well, how long do I have? They're like, well, we just recharged it, so you'll be lucky if you last two months. Maybe longer if you don't do jack shit. And yeah, and then, yeah, you find then talking is like two months for what? Like, she was like confused. Yeah, like, then Mika gonna... says she'll die. Yeah, and talking is extremely heartbroken, but Chisato's like, eh, you know, it's not a big deal. Like, yeah, I like, like she knew, anymore. like, she even said, like, this, she even said, like, she knew this was going to happen regardless. Yeah, basically. And so, we get the backstory as this is happening. Um, basically, uh, Chisato runs away, and then oh no, that's Chisato. I'm sorry, Takina runs away, runs back to the um, DA to, to the to the not DA runs back to the to the, to the coffee shop. Oh, that's right. Okay, the coffee shop. And so as she does that, she comes into the back door basically, and she overhears Mika and Walnut talking. And we get a backstory from Mika. First off, we get a confirmation that Mika is gay with uh, Shinji with Alan. Yeah, with with the with the Alan. What the fuck I say Alan. Uh yeah, with uh with Shinji, so we find out there that they are a gay couple or gay related in some capacity. But yeah, he um, fucking ghosted Mika. <laughs> he did piece of shit. It's like what the fuck? All because she saw him. So you think you know? I think Mika's the top, but because he's got a crippled leg, he kind of can't be a top. I think I think I, I think they're just equal. The verse they switch. Yeah, they they switches. They switches up. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think just I think just good old missionary love making. Can you can you even do missionary? I don't even no. Don't answer that question. No, you, you can you can. That's weird. Eh. Okay, you you anyway. can do missionary with anal with a girl. So can you? Is this? Yeah. It's odd. You can do it. It's just, it's like, I just think a doggy like is like the only like anal position. No, no, no. You you could do vaginal anal for most positions. Cowgirl, reverse cowgirl, doggy. I mean, I guess. Yeah, this is how you do it, or line it up. First, the fucking hour one, cock and plastic cock. Hour two, anal. <laughs> yes, exactly. I wish we'd go back and edit it. Like, Matt and Ethan talk about, like, like horse recoil, the Dragon Ball movie, plastic cocks and anal sex. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we get a backstory on Chisato. Uh, yeah. You, you find out she was adorable. You find out she was really good, even when she's younger. But she does; she can't last long physically. She yeah, just she painted a, after. Yeah, she has a congenial heart defect, and that uh, she's gonna die in six months. And so Mika tells that to Alan, 
and Alan's like, I we have something for her. And so I keep saying calling Alan. Like, but mm-hmm. yeah, but uh, yeah. I think that's a yeah, it's either one. But yeah, it says but Yoshi, it's, I, it's, it should be Yoshi. Yoshi's on. Yoshi, we'll call him Yoshi. I'm gonna call him Yoshi. Yeah. So basically, he says it's, it's temporary. That's yeah. So Yoshi shows Mika a, a heart. It's a brand new, like mechanical heart. They're like, "Yo, this is the latest and greatest from from the Allen Institute. This is several generations ahead of its current technology. There's nothing like it on the market." But as Matt said, it's not gonna last long. And they're like, "Well, how long?" They're like, "She won't make it to adulthood." And Mika's like, well, as long as she lives to 18, like she's like most, uh, most, uh, most of the agents live that long anyway. Yeah. They, they, they retire. They're like, they retire by the time they're 18. So that's fine. No big deal. And I think at the story, what she's like 15 in this story. Oh, it's over right now. Yeah. Right now she's like 16. And they said it was what, seven years ago. She, no, she's 17. She's 17. This was seven years ago. She was 10 at the time. Yeah. So she was 10 at the time, basically. So she's basically at that age. And that's what Takina said anyway. She's like, I knew I didn't have much time anyway. Uh, or not Takina, sorry. Chisato said that. And so yeah. that's basically what that meant. But we see a nice interaction between her and Yoshi, why she's the savior, why, I'm sorry, why she calls him the savior. And why um, he and does find, the bullets. Yeah, and why we find out why she doesn't kill. Like, she doesn't kill because... You know, she wants to bring good to the world. After she wakes up from her surgery, she's like, "Oh, you received the gift from the savior." And it's a gun and and the pendant. And they're like, and, "Oh, and it's those bullets, yeah, yeah." And they're like, "Oh, it's this gun." Like, "Oh, it's a gun for good." Like, "Okay, well, there's a gun for good. I'm not gonna kill nobody." Um, I don't like that. I like killing, but you know, it is what it is. I'm not gonna pick. I'm not gonna nitpick too. But hard. it makes sense for us to why though. <laughs> yeah, it does. It does. No, no doubt. Yeah, and, and so, then um, yeah, talking and Miko are talking. <laughs> yeah, talking comes comes from the shadows and Mika's like you heard all that and they were like yeah whatever and you know it is what it is uh, earlier in the episode before this conversation happened we see the two girls from the DA who are they? Mizuki Sato go there actually yeah they go there they give Takina a letter and Takina's like what's this they're like oh it's your your orders to come back like we're we found Majima's hideout we're gonna institute a raid we need heads so it's your orders to come back to let us know in two days Right. And she's like, ah, fuck that. And she's like, I don't want to go. But then, like, the more she thought about it, the more this is like what Chisato did. And she's not, they called Chisato over to DA herself and they told her the same thing like, hey, we found Majima's hideout. We need more heads. Come to the, come to the DA. You have yet to play your part. And Chisato's like, how do you know what part I have to play when I'm the one that can only decide that? And they're like, oh, you know what? Bring Takina. And she's about to leave. She's like, bring Takina back to the DA. Then I might come back too. Right. Yeah, and then she was like, I'm going to die anyway, so what the fuck do I care? Yeah, basically, that's what it is. So um, Takina basically is going to go back to the DA. She decides but she spends to one day that. with Shisato. Yeah, she's like, let me tell Shisato that I'm going to go back to the DA. So she takes the model on, on the date. Everything is all precisionly timed, precisionly timed. Yep. You know, typical. Not even, not, couldn't even finish eating. Couldn't even finish eating. They go to the aquarium. The aquarium's closed. Gives them time to, you know, whatever. And then uh, oh, uh, Takina gets a new winter outfit as well. Um, gets a little cold, but which is you know that's cute. But then she meticulously planned out everything until the final date. They travel to some other prefecture in, in Japan, and they are sitting on a park bench. And they're like, "Why are we so far away in this park bench?" And she's like, "You know, I wanted to see snow with you at nine o'clock." And so she's like, "Well, why are we here?" And then you know, basically, Chisato guesses like, "Oh, you're going back to DA, aren't you?" And she goes, "Yeah." I am. And they have like a nice, you know, wonderful conversation amongst them and talking to thanks Chisato and uh, Chisato gives earlier in that conversation, gives talking her, um, her scarf. 
and basically attacking was going to take it off. And she said, I was like, no, this is my parting gift for you. Like, you know, thank you so yeah. much. And the episode ends as they're walking away. There's no snow, but as they start walking away, snow falls and they look at each other with like, you know, like, hey, this is goodbye, you know, but this is a happy goodbye. And that's how the episode ends. I feel like one or two things could have. Is we forgot it. We forgot a show. Which one? Yakuza's Guide. Fuck. And I love this episode. I can't wait to talk All right, about it. Will, will, that'll be, that'll be Coman. <laughs> yeah, that'll be Coman. I feel like either Tristato's going to die or Takina gives Shisato her heart. I don't think Takina gives Shisato her heart. But I I think... You know what I think? I think Majima helps Shisato out somehow. Oh, did you see the after credit for this? There was an after credit? Yeah, uh, Alan was being driven around and the car got stopped. It was Majima with his goons. Guns ready. Ooh. Ooh. Like, oh yeah, you're Alan, right? I need to talk to you. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. He's like, ah fuck. <laughs> uh, and they figured out that was another thing as part of the conversation that Walnut and Mika figured out basically that Yoshi is the reason why the whole thing happened with the raid and the guns. Yoshi's the reason why Walnut got fucking got hideout got blown up and she's on the run now. Yoshi's the reason why Majima exists and is working with Majima. Like they find all that out. In the yeah. episode, so solid, solid, solid shit, bro. This might be. This is getting close to a five. We'll see how it ends. But this is getting close to a. Five. Oh yeah. This all right, now close. let's talk about Yakuza. I cried. Right, I'll let you. I'll let you take care of this one real quick. <laughs> I cried. I, it was such a. I didn't cry like ball boohoo cried, but I definitely. I shed. I shed a, a couple tears just because it was so wonderful. Basically, we get um, an episode where Aoi finally visits the uh, the compound. Yeah, after really, like leaving. <laughs> yeah, after leaving, brings a gift, brings her son, brings his son rather, and so his son Koki and Yaika they go play, and we basically get flashbacks throughout the episode of the of what. Aoi was like Aoi basically was the um was the and this I think they went like eight years I think it's like they went eight years in the past and so uh what's it called he was the first lieutenant where um what's his face is now um Kirishima where he's at and we see a young Kirishima like just some punk kid getting into fights and beating the shit out of people and Aoi's the one that has to basically uh, clean up after him. We see a pregnant um, Miyuki with basically pregnant with Chisato. I'm sorry, Chisato. Wow, pregnant with uh, with Yaika, and it's just a nice actual like family environment. But the episode really kind of focuses on Aoi and his wife, whose name I, escapes me. But she gets pregnant with their kid, and there's a, a flashback to Aoi as a kid. And Aoi didn't have a family. He came from an orphanage, was going through adoption systems, and then he got picked up by by the Sakuragi family. And the Sakuragi family, for everything that he does and and is around, became his actual family. And so he has his love of his life. He has his family. He talks about his family all the time with his wife and all the stuff. And, you know, his wife is accepting of that. But one day after, like, a a, a gang battle, basically. um, Yeah, uh, he he got sliced. Yeah, I always got sliced trying to protect Karishima um, from from a knife, and so at the same time his phone dies, and at the same time his wife is in the hospital, like going through. He's like calling, like yeah, calling nonstop. Every calling like nonstop. five, he busts through the door, like oh, I'm sorry, I'm late. Da 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 da. He's bleeding, and she's like, "Let me see, let me see." Like, oh, you know, he's like, "Ah, oh, it's not that bad." She touches it, like, "Oh my god, you're fucking bleeding profusely," and she has a panic attack, 
And ever since then, like it kind of like triggered something in her, like where she had PTSD of her and the Yakuza. She would be sick a lot, be bedridden. And it drove um, it drove Aoi like really sad. Like he was really upset over this. But what the breaking point was, he's like, all right, I'm going to go. I'm going to go to the, the family. And his wife was like, please don't go. Please don't go. And it broke his heart to the point where he made a decision and he begged, you know, his uh, he begged the boss to you know leave the family so he can take care of his wife and the boss to his credit was like hey you know you if you have to worry about protecting us then we'll take us out of the equation because the reality is we can get somebody else to protect us you can't get somebody else to protect what you love the most so if that's what's more important to you then you go do that and i laughed internally because i was like this isn't fucking like yeah, they will kill you. They will kill you. They'll kill you. You don't get to leave. This isn't fucking. There's no benevolent fucking yakuza fucking boss. No, right? Yeah, that made no sense. But the principle of it was just so wholesome. And so we see him and his wife. He comes back. He's like, oh, I thought you were one of the family. And she's like, I left the. I left the family. And he goes, but that was your family. They're like, you know. And he basically is telling his wife, like, no, you're the only family I need. Like, you're the person i treasure the most da, 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 da. and they start crying together it's very nice and then while before that basically they kind of do like another flashback and they see as he talks to karishima he's like oh you've changed da, 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 da. he's like oh yeah you, you you never even played with the little girl did you and nobody remembers um that you see a you see a baby yaika is born and karishima, and karishima is there um, and the Aika falls asleep on Kirishima's leg and Kirishima calls me Yuki and was like, Hey, can you help me out? She's like, yeah, 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 that's fine. She's like, are you tired? And he goes, yeah, you know, I just wanted to rest a little. He's like, all right, give me a second. So she goes to put away the laundry, comes back and finds both, uh, Kirishima and Yaika dead asleep. Aoi comes over and starts yelling like, what the fuck are you doing? Da, 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 da. And Miyuki's there. And then the boss shows up and they both say, shh. And, um, Miyuki starts laughing. They're like, Oh, they're just like a real family. And the boss is like, let them sleep. Get get them a futon, wife. Okay. And that's how the episode ends with both of them falling asleep. They're bond. Very nice episode. <laughs> unknown. Yeah. It was a very, very wholesome episode. And I, I, I shed a couple of tears. It was it was really nice. There's just something about that type of Japanese wholesome thing that was really good. There is one thing I forgot to mention, though. As they're going over the story, basically, you know, all's well that ends well with that story. And you see... Oh, I forgot another part of it. The other part of the story is we see Yaika make another friend in school. Um, Sarah, I believe her name is Sarah. Yeah, she basically joins Yaika's school. She becomes really popular, and because of that, there's like this really unpopular girl that likes drawing just as much as Yaika, but is super shy. And then one day they talk, and they're like, "Hey, I just want to draw with you. And can we draw?" And they're like, "Yeah, that's cool. So we're friends. Yeah, we're friends." And they meet a friend. They're all friends. Everybody's happy. Karishima's tailing them, you know, protecting them. And you hear from Yaika's perspective, they're like, you know, like everything is happy and wholesome like everything is well but ominously she says but i knew this happiness wasn't meant to last forever and that's how the episode ends on those words so something bad is gonna happen pretty oh, yeah, soon and it's gonna involve the, the other like white-haired uh, yakuza member who's fucking- oh yeah i think though no, yeah i think kirishima is eventually gonna snap when he finally faces off of it yeah, basically. He's going to basically become the monster in front of Yaika, probably scare Yaika, and Yaika's going to be the one to snap or, him out of it. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. But it's very ominous the way they ended it, and I was like, oh shit, that's pretty raw. This is also another one for me, at least. It's close to a five, dude. It's close. 
to me. All right, now let's get to main let's get to the show that is most definitely a five. Main Abyss again. I think I gave it a five already, but if not, yep. right it's already it's already up there with that. Yeah, uh, these two episodes is basically a flashback of um, the first Explorers. We're finally getting what happened. We yep. are, and it is dark. And it when you think it doesn't get any darker, it gets darker. Well, yeah, this, the first episode was what made me tear up. But uh, basically, um, they all go that they all go down below. They do the thing that even. Rico, Reganava, they went to the next level. Mm-hmm. And then they see these uh, investigating bots. So mm-hmm. it's, yeah, like like Reg. They go there, they're like asking for information. They want to know more about it. Like, where's mm-hmm. food? Where's water? Mm-hmm. They get water. <laughs> Boil the water. <laughs> Boil. Along the, way, along the way, they also find a mysterious golden egg. Oh yeah, um, yeah. They asked the they asked the bots about it. Like, what what is this? They're like, it's a golden egg that'll grant your wishes, but um, for a kid, only children can wield this because adults are too impure to to basically wield it. Yeah, and then we and, don't. And you can't touch it directly. You can't touch yeah, it directly. Yeah, and and they'll come into play later. Like first, like they get water, they get food. Everything's fine so far. Yep. Then you find out people are getting sick. Uh, starting off with um, uh, what's her face, uh, Ira Mui. Ira, yeah. Ira Mui is the first one to to have diarrhea. They get severe diarrhea. There's like eggs a in fever. the diarrhea, fever, um, and then they yeah. start turning into fucking into like these tree looking. Yeah, things. some sort of tree. Yeah, monster. it turns out it's the water that's contaminated, and, but and you even when you boil it, it's they're still there. Yeah, you find out that this water isn't necessarily water. It's like. The poison of like the husk of a giant like dead animal or something that's there in the cave. Like it's not yeah. a cave. It's like the it's the 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 the, the corpse of a dead animal. Yeah, and that's and, the cave. And what you're eating is like whatever and, the fuck. And that's like the, it's eggs. Yeah, there's larvae and shit in it. It's pretty fucked, right? Yeah, yeah. everyone is slowly but surely yeah. Yeah. to Velo eventually. Yeah, Vueco ends up getting sick as well. And just when all else fails, because she's one of the last, she was basically the nurse. And so she was the yeah, last. Yeah, yeah Belaf and the prophet were like the ones that were fine during this. No, eventually they get sick. Belaf gets sick too, but then they kept kept moving on. They both did regardless. And then Vueco gets sick. And when Vueco gets really sick, um, we see her ingest some sort of. Well, before that, though, we're oh, missing yeah. Iru, Irumi. Irumi. She yeah. started, uh, started taking shape. Well, first they gave, well, first. Velcro like we gotta find egg. a cure. We gotta find a cure. So they give her the golden egg, and they tell her like, you like, know, like please make a wish. But before that, we get a really raw and powerful conversation between Iram Yui and Vueco. And yeah. Iram Yui's biggest like regret in life is that she was cast aside because she can't have children. All she wants is to have children, you know, and which is weird because she's like eight. But yeah, okay. and, and yeah, and she also wants a mom. Yeah. And so, yeah, was basically basically ends up being that. Yeah. So, um, again, we need to find a cure. We need to find a cure. And so they trust the the egg, the golden egg, um, with uh, with Ramui, and they say like this child's wishes is going to be what save us. And boy, that's some ominous words that came back later. Yeah, and yeah, then she eventually she starts. She's not in pain anymore, but she's still taking the shape. Yeah, she starts taking the shape of like the thing of the, the and tree then, monster thing. 
then she gives birth. She gives birth, and but they don't last long. They last a day. Yeah, and yeah, and it kept happening over and she, over. She, and yeah, over. that's where I started to like, oh come on, like no, that's torture. It was yeah, torture. like that poor girl. She's watching every single baby yeah. die. And as she's watching her children die, she's losing herself. Like she can no longer speak English. Like she's like everything losing her sanity. And we see, like I said, we see Fueco get sick and she ingests some sort of like soup and yeah. she instantly gets better. Everybody no, instantly well, not gets right better. away, but she's like she can still move. She's not Yeah, she's not diarrheaing herself with eggs. Like she's getting better. And so then um we see the only person that didn't get sick is the, can. Yeah, the uh the the, the, the head. prophet. Yeah. And then there's a sudden realization of what was in that soup. Yeah, and I thought it was Iru, but you find out it was the babies, but it's like it was the ba- it was the babies. He's been killing he's been taking the corpses of the babies and they've been ingesting it them. and they've been ingesting it to get better. They got their cure at the cost of Vera Mui and her dream. And her sanity. And, and her sanity. And it just gets darker. It gets darker. She keeps giving birth, keeps giving birth, keeps giving birth. And now he takes them when they're alive. When they're alive and cuts them in front of her. Well, not, well, he takes it away, but she, yeah. they make sure she sees them taking it away. And, you and see Aram, her yeah, Aram Yui, who can, can't speak, she's losing her mind because she can't even spend time with her living child. Yeah, she's understanding like you know they're gonna die, but she just wants to spend time with them while they're good. Yeah, now she can't even get that. Yep, and it's it's so damn dark. It's sad, and then we also see um, Belaf Belaf just lose his mind because he's like, I know what they are. I can't stop myself because it tastes so good, and I know it's my salvation, but I can't deal with the guilt. I can't deal with it. You know, please end it, please end it, please end it. And Wazukan's like, nope, like you're the most important person in here. You're definitely living. And so one day, how did so how did it happen where they were I guess they were oh, so we see um Vueco go back and we see again Iramui all fucked up. And yeah. Wazukan basically tells Iramui, like, hey, like there's something within you that resonates with her where you um where you uh what's it called like when you were sick she started to get sick and she wanted to die when you were gonna die yeah and i stopped that and he stopped it by giving her a second golden egg and bueco is shook like huh we're a second golden egg and you find out they're almost everywhere they're around yeah and basically that he had the the investigation bots find them and so Gave it a second golden egg, and then at this point, when when Iramui sees Vueco like losing her shit because of how much in pain uh, she is, and basically Vueco uh, tells Wazukan like this wasn't her dream, like th- what you're doing to her, this suffering that she's going through, this wasn't what she wanted, this wasn't what should have been, and it resonates because she does this in front of Iramui, and Iramui starts to freak out, lose her shit. and like this little cave that she's in, like basically collapses, and we yeah. see her walk to some random location and Waizukan basically gathers the villagers and is like, Hey, we're going, we're going to follow her. This is our salvation. And along the way, we see one of the villagers get picked up by one of the giant birds, get squished to death. Yeah. Like what the fuck? It it keeps getting darker. And we see basically Aaron Mui, um, and that's like, yeah, she stops and she's at the edge of this cliff 
And all of a sudden we see Belaf go and it was like, please take my body, take my soul. I can't deal with this. I'm wrong, blah, blah, blah. And basically we see Iram Yui blow up in a way. And we see the, um, the I guess the pit thing, I guess the, yeah, the, the thing that uh, Fabito couldn't get yeah. to. Yeah, that we that we see Reg walk through. Yeah, um, earlier in the season, we see that created for the first time, and we see Belaf walk into it, and Belaf turns into the Belaf that we know now, right? Yeah. The creature that we saw that took uh that took uh what's her that favorite? basically wants stuff in exchange. Yeah, yeah. So we see that, and so then everyone follows in, and then everybody starts turning into the fucking into what you see These today hollows. in the village, the hollows. They all turn into them. They all offer their body and soul. Wizukan basically kind of stays the same for the most part. He, he get, turns into like something else. Fueko sees this and was like, I can't. I can't. And she goes to commit suicide. And she's like, I can't. She, so she jumps off the cliff and Wizukan saves her. And like, she like, no, like If you die, she dies type of thing. Yeah. And so she hits her head, collapses from like a concussion. When she wakes up, she's butt naked. And for some reason. She's butt naked, and she's got the black things, the 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 balancers. She's chained up, yeah. Her. She's chained up, and we get the explanation from Wizukan, like you know, like now you get to be in uh, Iram Yui's conscience. You get to be with Iram Yui's conscience, and that's you know, you know, everything's all good from that standpoint. And then he leaves her, and so Iram Yui. find out he made a wish with the egg. He's like, "Hey, I fought children." Yeah, it's wild, and he makes his own wish with the egg. And then we find out basically as we as um as Vueco has said throughout the time, like you know, through the the balance the balancers, um we I was able to pick up on stuff that happened in the village, picked up stuff that happened in the village, and I found out that the balancers are the souls are the un the un what is it? The uh the soul the souls of the children that Aramui bared that couldn't yeah. move on to the next life. Those are what the black balancers are, and starts naming them. They have personalities. They get warmth. They get cold. We're also we're also missing that uh, the that get, egg, Papita. Yeah, I was gonna get there. I was oh, gonna okay. get there. And so as they, um, as we keep seeing, like she keeps seeing like little pulses in the village. Keeps seeing pulses in the village. We get one final egg, one final giant egg, one final blessing from the golden egg, and it's Iramui's final child. And it's Faputa. And Faputa is her goal because she it's has to destroy this place. Is to destroy the village that destroyed her mother. And the first thing he does is is, is she destroys all of the fucking information bots, destroys them all. Giant yeah. fire. Yeah, like er- basically everything Irimui felt, it was all yeah. in Faputa. It's all in Faputa. That rage, that pain, that sorrow, that hope of the living child that was born at the very end of her existence yeah. is Aputa, and that is who that is. So, and explains why she can't cross when she, uh, yeah. when she left. And so now the big question is that they have yet to reveal is when did, did when did she meet Reg? What happened to Reg? What's the promise her and Reg have? How does that get them to the seventh layer? I don't know what the promise is to help him help her destroy it or gotta be right. Yeah. I've, for Weko, I don't see her going. No, she's not. She's going to be I, I think, she, yeah, I think she's going to die. 
that wouldn't shock me either. And she's resounded to that. Like she's okay. No, like, after everything that happened to her, like yeah, she's like I just don't want to forget about anybody. That's her only wish. Yeah, she's want she's want Irumi forget to forget about her. I didn't cry, but bro, I felt so much pain. I felt so much sadness watching this, bro. My heart hurt watching this. Yeah, yeah. Now that ending makes made more sense. <laughs> it, 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 yeah. Remember when I said I was like, you know, I like I want. I like. I think the the end of the ED I is still like. Remember I, you, yeah, yeah, I still remember you, and I said that. I was like, as soon as you hear the open the opening words of the ED, it ties into the final words of the last episode, and it's flawless the way they did that. Um. Yeah, dude, I felt pain. I just like I felt so sad, so 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 sad watching it, and I was like, "This is a five. This is going to be anime of the season, probably." And no one respects it enough. Yeah, it that, doesn't get that, enough. That, of the that's what's upsetting. It doesn't get enough of the respect it deserves, dude. Like for all the things that we see with summertime rendering, and I'm sure if it was mainstream, it would get a lot of hype and praise. Um, it would be in the top five of many people's. I'm certain. But even oh, then, yeah. it doesn't touch. It doesn't touch the the level that that that. Oh no, I gets. I I like this better than summertime so far. It, it doesn't touch it, dude. It just doesn't. It doesn't equate. It doesn't. It's otherworldly. Like I said, like for all the shows that are on like the similar plane, if you want to put Overlord in the same plane as Call of the Night and like Chorus and Engage Kiss, you could do that. And other people have their favorites. For you to say that one of the etchies is an animated season is fucking retarded. You should jump off a cliff and not get saved. And um, like I said, you could put any of those other ones in the conversation for animated season. But for me, uh, Abyss over these last two episodes surpassed all of that to a level that I don't think that the other shows are going to reach. The only one that I think has a shot is maybe like Horus. I think that's the only show at this stage that has a shot right now. Yeah, that's the only one. That's the only show, in my opinion, that has a shot to be the caliber or in the discussion as Made in Abyss. Because there's nothing that's the caliber of Made in Abyss right now. It's yeah. just not. The storytelling is so intricate. It's so painful. It's it, it takes you on a ride that no one, none of the other animes will take you on this season. It just yeah. doesn't. It doesn't. And then uh, you mix in the beautiful animation. You mix in the uh, the wonderful soundtrack, how it all ties in, how it makes you invest. You're invested in these characters. And that's something yeah. you can't really say for any of the other anime. Even with like Chorus and Engage, you're not invested in them the way you're invested in Rico and Reg and now Fuego. Yeah. You're not. You're just not. And exactly. for you to think anything else is just wrong. Right. That's closing, closing thoughts. That was my takeaway. Abyss needs more love. Abyss it does, 100%. Respect. It definitely that does. That is a takeaway it, for It's upsetting people. that it's not. That is a takeaway that Abyss needs to. Like, I don't want to be, oh, it's, uh, what you call it? It's not very, there's not a lot of accidents. But yeah, so Call of Night is on the same service, and that's it's right. It's on the same service, and it's higher. Yeah. Yeah. So Vermeil and Gold, constantly. Vermeil and Gold, same thing. I just don't think they can handle it, and it's not for all audiences, and that's okay. I, I, I but... think that's why they're like they're they they see their shows like oh they're grossed out or it's too depressing for them. But still, come on, the best shows are the best anything, the best art. And if you want to look at anime as anime, you can look at it as that. But if you want to look at anime at its reality, animation is basically moving art. And the best art of any type 
is art that's rooted in depression and sadness and darkness. The best of anything. The best athletes don't come from fucking nice families that are wholesome. They come from people that struggle because their dad left their mom and their mom had 10 kids and worked five jobs to make sure that there were fucking food on the table for 10 kids. That struggle, yeah. that that's what makes great shit. Great athletes. The struggle that you see here, like the people that like, oh, you know, that had like fucking crackhead parents or something and they experienced crack. And so that's why they, when they experienced crack and they survived or while they were on crack, they made beautiful fucking jazz music or something. Right. That pain, that that suffering makes great art, makes great music, makes great athletes. And that's it, it just does. It just does. When you hear the best shows, best like regular shows, like one of the shows I hear about all the time is um, what's the one from NBC? Which one? The it's like with us or something. I don't recall. This is us. This is us. And well, there's nothing happy about this is us. But when you no. hear people, when you hear people that watch this is us, what do you hear? Spectacular, amazing, gut wrenching, heart like heartwarming in, in, in the end for, you know, or just depressing, but constantly you hear of how wonderful it is, you know? And that's, that's the takeaway. The best stuff in life has a foundation of pain and that's made in abyss. Yeah. That's mine. Closing thoughts. That was it. But yeah, a uh, great week. A lot, a lot was covered. <laughs> A lot. Three hours worth is covered. And we spent uh, approximately 10 minutes of that three hours talking about fucking sex and dildos and extend the cocks and priorities and missionary gay sex and a bunch of uh, shit. I will end with this. The OP is done. Yeah! I still haven't uh, heard it, guys. I know. I have. I haven't heard it. Um, we, are, we are allowed two revisions. Mm. So I will email it to you. Okay. And you just let me know. Okay. Uh, he definitely tried to get the Itikai Quartet vibe. It is a male voice because a uh, female was extra thirty dollars. Really? I don't know. We we could do that for the for the ED if you want, or we could see if we make it mix a boy and girl for OP. I'll listen to it first. I definitely want. Okay. A, I definitely want a female ED. All right, we will see. Right, again, well, we're we're, we're going halves on this, so. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you're paying for the. The, the the op i'm paying for the ed so yeah but i'll pay for it i'll when i get the total just give me the money <laughs> yeah that's fine but um yeah we got that uh we if again i'll send it to him later and if there's no revisions needed you'll you'll hear it next week we should save it for the season finale a month though <sighs> yeah that's tough yeah no maybe we'll have the ed by then well she she he did it in like three days so <laughs> crazy <laughs> yeah yeah he had a quick he had a quick delivery time so yeah 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 and yeah it was affordable so hey that works yeah so we're definitely worth it but uh yeah uh we talked our cake we had our cake we are full of cake full of exhaustion uh, yeah that's it we're, we're closing out uh you can follow me on twitter at damien phoenix 12 you can follow our twitter at talk to cakey we have a link tree on there for wherever you listen to your favorite local podcasts, Apple Music, Spotify, Amazon, iHeartRadio, you name it. We're probably there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we want to thank Sean for being our editor. Uh, we want to thank uh, W2M Radio and ChairShot Radio for hosting us for their stuff. Uh, check out You can check out their websites. We're on there as well. 
even also for also you gotta follow our facebook group at eat the cake anime uh again we still fill requests i say why you join how'd you hear about us we said from eat the kk anime sorry talk to kk anime uh we will give you a shout out and yeah when we talk about anime you get to meet a bunch of cool people and assholes and a lot of dirty dirty memes and yuri panels oh that's what i meant to tell you i i'm really yearning for a good yuri i really and i just don't have the time to go back because there's many yuri that i want to watch i want a seasonal to have just a just be yuri you know like a really Uh, maybe we'll get maybe we'll have one for the fall Ah, I don't know. I don't think so, but we'll see. Anyway, um, another note for those of you that have been listening to us, you'll hear us the, the last few episodes where we'll be talking to people um, on our comments is because we do an at everyone, as Matt just said on our uh, on our eat the cake group. We do an at everyone post when these when the show goes live. And so we get our interactions that way from people that are watching. So for anybody that wants to see the, the visual of us, wants to see the video version of us, I know we're, we're not that ugly, guys. We promise we're not going to you know, give you a seizure or break your TV, your, your TV or, or laptop screen. But um, you can follow us on um, our on the W2M Network site. So if you go to W2M Network on Twitch and W2M Network on YouTube, you'll find our video versions of us where you can see our handsome faces. And you can hear us talk about uh, and watch us, literally watch us talk about plastic dildos and anal sex and whatnot, along with the anime. <laughs> but in any case, yeah, my plugs. You can follow me on Twitter at S H O S T O P P A 24. That's Showstopper 24. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram. Follow me on Instagram at A I underscore anime 24. I anime 24. That is my uh, anime Instagram where you can find daily updates and recaps of the shows that I've been watching, that we've been watching as a whole. You can follow me on my uh, podcast Instagram at podcast.senpai. Um, you can follow us on our Talk the Cakey Instagram at Talk the Cakey, T A L K T H E K E K I. Again, as Matt said, every single one of our socials has a link tree where you can follow us, follow our endeavors, follow uh, what we have going on. Again, um, a quick shout out for my other podcast. Shout out to uh, my boy Andy uh, with MMA for Marks. We are trying to get that re uploaded, trying to get that rebooted. Now that Andy has a little bit more time, now I have to find time to do that. Um, so we'll hopefully get that going and let's get the fuck out of here, dude. Uh, are we recording this Thursday or we're doing next Thursday? No, let's just do next Thursday. Unless right, we want we'll we'll to do Mondays. Let's want to start doing Mondays again. I will only do Mondays if I'm really behind. Okay. Well, yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Until then, arigato and after and sayonara. Sayonara, minasan!